Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are live for our I... series. Well, not series. Our storyline finale this evening. Ooh. And it looks like all the commotion has ended just in time to place vegetables in front of Nathan. I didn't forget. Well, we have veggies in front of Nathan. Uh, <laughs> treats here for the dogs. We're ready for your channel point redemptions. But even more so, we're ready for you to type exclamation point enter or exclamation point ticket into the chat so you can be entered for another dice giveaway. Oh, if I can get the top off here. He's Look at prince. these beautiful dice. Oh, I Green like and silver. So mm. These are being given away to some lucky viewer. Uh, we will be taking entries all evening. You will get one entry per person. And you don't have to be here to be a winner. Just check your DMs on Twitch if we don't have you in Discord. Uh, and we'll, we'll get that You're out to you. Masters. Yes. So, whew, here we go. Uh, any other announcements, questions, comments, uh, death threats, ripe tomatoes? Uh... Yeah, yeah. When did you go through the evil mirror that, like, gave us Star Trek? This is the darkest timeline. And yeah. should uh, we be concerned? I'm always in the darkest timeline. I just hide it by shaving. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. So we are truly in the darkest timeline, and I'm giving that away today. Wait, Oops. hold up. Ten, how, many, how many points to have you shave that off on camera? Well, I don't know if someone gives a <laughs> donation for it. I don't know. It's got to be big because I got to go find... Equipment, but it's here. I can how, how much? snip the man bun. <laughs> man bun's a two hundred dollar donation. That's staying. <laughs> it's got to be something good for that. But uh, two hundred dollars, folks. You heard it. Two hundred dollar <laughs> donation. I guess we cut this thing. Um, let's just say seventy five on stream. Just for the face. Lindsay paid us to ask. <laughs> <laughs> and Lindsay's going to be a a random donation tonight. I'll see the bank account go out quickly. Oh, darn. $275 all in one shot. What? Boy is full of lies tonight. Boy is just like throwing things in the chat. $14 apparently gets anything to happen. No, uh, just the just the mustache part. You get to keep this part. Oh, I kept that part for too many years. Well, I guess, I guess we go into this. Uh, how quickly do I want to kill these characters tonight is the question. And how quickly do you want to win these dice? Well, you can't win them any quicker than at the end of the show. So type exclamation ticket or exclamation enter. And you can be entered to get these dice. Nessie's already resubscribed, uh, taking down our hype boss. Yeah. So she, she won last oh, week yeah. Could or last time. She could pull off a... Uh, Back-to-back -back wins, but McCranky Stank, it's Lucas Martinez. Yeah. Both are entering already, so. Everyone's entering for these dice. Uh, we started a little late, so you missed some of our promo spots, but to, there it is, my screen right, my personal left, you'll mm -hmm. see all of the logos of our, uh, our sponsors here. Uh, we want to call out that Blacksmithcraft Dice, if you're following them on Instagram, They've renamed themselves to Heimdaller, opened up their uh, selection of dice. It's incredible. There's Dragon Scale, there's Blood Covered, there's Shinies and lots and lots of fun click clack math rocks uh, made out of metal. 
they have cards and various other things that are incredibly well designed. So check them out. Go follow their new account and uh, be watching us for some of their new stuff as we might be doing some giveaways with them in the future. So here we go. We're going to dive in now that we've given that little space of time to uh, get veggies ready and wait for that donation. Uh, where we left off last time was quite um, turbulent. Now, that's a good way to say it. Yeah. In order to get there, let's let's step back a little bit. The party had been rushing to this tower, a mage tower near the edge of town in order to disperse some of the shards of power in hopes to take down Keth. It seemed that the the creature that Keth had turned into, the Chronomancer, uh, was drawing his ability to warp space and time and command the elements and the evils uh, from the singular source of power that he'd collected from each of the seven planes. Having broken the one source of power, the party started splitting up uh, each individual shard and sending them to different planes, uh, which seem to be taking the ultimate evil to a little less ultimate. Now, getting to this wizard's or this mage's tower uh, came with a, a wave of undead following and evil surrounding the area. Valari was succumbing to all of this power and the way that it attacked her wild magic and sent so much damage and danger to the group that she opted to go through a portal herself to potentially where she believed home was. She dropped out into a town that she recognized the statue from earlier that looked like her parents and Ari's parents. Uh, she hoped she was home, or at least in a safer space, and gave a little bit more room for Garth, Ari, and Thadric to finish off Keth. Now, at the top of this mage tower, things weren't too pretty. Uh, as Keth rose up over the cliffside, uh, he was building a ball of fire to blow the mage tower out of the sky. And just before that occurred, an old friend, Barth, a small child who they'd met many months ago, uh, found himself walking through a tear, not a portal, but a tear in space and time, and beckoned the party to dive in quickly before they met their doom. They found there was a library, all sorts of understandings falling off into the abyss that floated in what seemed to be the connected parts between the planes. Going through some struggles and uh, a few challenges, the party found themselves at what once was seven portals that looked like they entered each plane, now only four, a few scorch marks from the planes that may have been doomed by Keth. Having sent Barth away, for safety, uh, the party took a few looks at some of these portals. And as they looked into the portals, uh, the portals that were their home reflected themselves, and the portals that weren't, they were able to see themselves or their alternate versions in those portals. Unfortunately, some of it spelled doom. There was death in many of those portals. Now, Thadric, however, had seen just a mirror, his own reflection, in the four remaining portals. Stepping through and 
landing almost where they had been before Barth had pulled them into this warp in time and space. The party found themselves at the top of the mage tower, Keth flying up over the hillside or over the cliffside, and his power failed him this time. He wasn't able to build the ball of flame. Instead, when he snapped to uh, create the flame, he fizzled out and crashed into the floor, into the ground right outside the mage tower. Rushing down, Ari and Thadric went to take the fight to him. And Garth had transferred or transformed himself into a giant ape and dropped right next to the downed Keth. Ari, in a fit of rage, just swung down at Keth, uh, but almost like an armor around him, the same tear in space opened up and engulfed her and pulled her into the remaining bit of this library. She landed right on her butt next to a small child crying, the small child being Barth, he had a bag of chocolate in his hand that they had sent him out earlier to get. And he had looked <clears> up <throat> at Ari and said that he saw himself dead in a couple of the portals and was a bit scared. So sitting alongside him and taking a moment to uh, more or less bring her ally to a better spirits, Ari enjoyed some chocolate and sat looking at the crackling portals. The rest of the library had all but completely disappeared into the abyss. Swirls of black and purple clouds just kind of floated around and they sat. And the few seconds there felt like quite a long time. Now on the battlefield, we see Ari get sucked into a portal right in front of Keth. And we end up with Garth and Thadric and they're ready to take this fight to Keth. Now, let's get some initiative rolls here from all three of you. And we're going to have a little fun as we have the split party and figure out what is next. Oh, dang. Giant Ape's not great with initiative. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you think you would be? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but he's stronger than he is dexterous. Well, I see that now. <laughs> I see that now. Yes. <laughs> Should have gone with giant. Or would I feel like a monkey would be more dexterous than an ape? Could you have done like mosquito? Yeah, like annoyed him to death. <laughs> <laughs> Why wait? Oh, dang it! I could have been a mosquito, blown up his nose, and then polymorphed back. Well, I'm gonna explode out of his head. Uh, the old Ant-Man Thanos plan. Got it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's what uh, the credit roll scene will be. There it is. That's that's what we leave people with. <laughs> Just... <laughs> after after two years. Five minutes into credits. <laughs> I finally figured this thing out. Uh, all right, let's get those rolls here. Oh, yeah. Uh, Garth is a nine. Brr, okay. Fifteen for Ari. Fifteen for Ari. And Thadric, sir. 
huge thing. I got a 12, but I dropped my D4 on the floor, and it's tan-colored like my carpet. Oh, no. Well, <laughs> no D4s for you. I gotta, I gotta find that real quick. <laughs> Have fun. That's, that is so much danger. That is... Because you don't wear shoes around an apartment. That's that's just like an emergency room trip waiting to happen. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Tesla, seek. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it is it a blacksmith craft? No, it's it's a, a, a wooden die. So I guess it okay. could crumble under me because those so, blacksmith ones are real sharp. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They also have a great deal on replacement dice. I think you get it for like a dollar plus shipping if you lose one. So what about replacement feet? I'm just going Don't to say that I had 500 D4s. I need a <laughs> replacement of 500 D4s. Good luck breaking into my apartment. Yep. <laughs> All right. We will start this battle here. Now, we're going to go in turn order. In the turn order here, at the top of it, is Ari, sitting, enjoying some candy next to Barth. <laughs> Interact with object, eat chocolate. <laughs> and Action. Hug child. Funny, funny enough, Barth is uh, next in the turn order. So we'll have a very brief interaction of RP until you guys wish to, if you do, join the battle. Uh, so Barth is just sitting there with the chocolate. He lets up a little sniffle. I like the caramel ones best. I like the dark chocolate. You picked good ones. Thanks. Um, why did you have your weapon out? Well, I was about to attack Keth. You remember him? The dead guy? Yeah, he's back. Actually, Barth, do you think you'd be up for a super important mission? Can I eat some more chocolate? Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll stop right here, and we'll talk about your mission in just a moment. So we go to Thadric. On the battlefield, you had just seen Ari get, like, sucked into this tear in space. But Keth is still flying around. Keth uh, had stood to his feet, and uh, all six of his arms are outreached and ready to attack. And if I recall, I'm still in the, the kind of towered doorway-ish area. I, if I'm remembering things correctly. Yeah, you, you were a little bit behind Ari, and he was just outside the door, so you were in like the doorway of this tower, yes. Uh, I would like to essentially try the like the covering fire maneuver, except using sacred flame. Like, okay. And then dip behind the door frame for some coverage. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. So dexterity save, correct? Yes. Yes, sir. Dex seventeen. Dex seventeen. Ooh. Okay. Let's see here. If my rolls are good tonight. Ooh, this is not going to be good. Roll, roll, roll. Wait, how do you have a save of 17? Because I'm really wise. Nine. Because I'm wise AF, my dude. <laughs> Nine is what we get here. Nice. Nine. So he's going to take 2d8 of, uh, what is it, radiant damage. 
All right. And I've rolled two sixes. So 12 points. And then is, is Panthros still around? Is he out in the wild? Is he running around somewhere? Yes, Panthros and the Unicorn are still working together. They are kind of at the edge of where these um, undead are coming up over the, the wall that you all have made, essentially. Um, he's not actively engaged. He had just downed a, an undead probably about eight or ten seconds prior. Uh, I'd like to give him the command to uh, go after Keth. My, my thought there is that if we can break concentration, maybe the zombie things will go away. Or or any any advantage we can get. Yeah. Let me add a panther in. And make him friendly. Alright, so Panthros is going to go attack. And he has... Ooh, he's far enough away. Uh, he's going to attempt to pounce on Keth. So, as he does, let's see here, saving throw. Ooh. He pounces behind uh, Keth and ends up knocking him down and making Keth prone momentarily. So, Keth is now prone, and he takes a handful of damage as... The panther lands on his back. Panthros. And then I'll just kind of, yeah, duck behind the wall a little bit for a little protection. And, uh, do what my giant ape friend does. <laughs> uh, so, Panthros had attacked from behind and knocked Keth forward. And as Keth stands up, and pushes Panthros off of him, he turns his back <laughs> to the ape and Fadric and tears a hole in space and grabs the cat. And let's see. And he ends up throwing him through this portal. On the other side of this portal, Panthros drops right next to Ari and Barth and is looking around scared and hunches his back a bit. Uh, <laughs> so Panthros is on the other side here and uh, there's now a new cat friend. Um, we don't have any more action other than turning back around and looking at the group as that was his action here. So Keth is now staring the two of you down, and it is the giant ape's turn. I will do a nice little multi-attack, because I am I'm close enough to him to just start swinging, right? Yeah, you're within six, seven feet of him easily. You dropped right next to him from the top. <laughs> Alright, so we're gonna swing. Bada, bada, bada. Swing number one. For a total of 18 to hit. The hits. Yes! Let's do some 3d10 bludgeoning damage. Oh, dang. Yeah, I'm a Johnny. I'm a punch I in the face. I want to be like you, ooh, ooh. How long have you been thinking about that? How long? It just came Has to it me. been two weeks? I feel like it's been two weeks. <laughs> what are you talking 
about? <laughs> that will be uh, 22 bludgeoning damage on the first hit. Okay. As you swing with that first hit, uh, you see little tears in space open up. Not as large as uh, the one that Panthros went through. And as you hit, uh, you feel a static pop back against you, uh, almost like there's a force around him. You know that you pushed through, you felt like a, a hit and saw it kind of hit into Keth. Uh, but for all you understand, there seems to be some form of armor around him. Got it. I am going to swing one more time. That will be a 21 to hit. That hits. Three more d um, well, that's, that will be 20 points of bludgeoning damage. Man. 20 points of bludgeoning damage. This time when you hit, you notice that uh, you don't get as much force through. Um, you think you might have hit him, but not as strong as the first. Got it. Then I'm going to, I would want to just like King Kong roar right in his face. Okay. King Kong Minus Roar. Two points damage from monkey breath. And it is a name. Target is now covered in saliva. Yes. <laughs> um, He's temporarily blinded. <laughs> He's temporarily <laughs> blinded. Uh, now back to Ari and Barth. And with, Panthros. With the new friend Panthros <laughs> there. Whoa! Hey, buddy. So like gently stroke him, like stroke Panthros. Um, did you know that cat? Yeah, he uh, he's a buddy of our buddy that. Um, does he like he chocolate? I don't. I know it's not good for dogs. I don't know about cats. Okay. Maybe. Well, it's just safe. More for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, what is this plan? We need to, I pull out a shard, my shard, and tell him, we need to get these out of this dimension to weaken Keth. Okay. If you'd be interested in adventuring with Garth and I after this, would you take this and go into the portal to Nier? I can tell you a safe place where you can go. Maybe Panthros could come with you and keep you safe. Garth and I will go defeat him and we'll come find you. If you want. Like go home to Nier? Uh, Faerun, so sorry. I've gotten confused where I live. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's where I saw uh, my tombstone. My tombstone's in near. I know. It's just because the Barth that lived in that dimension isn't alive anymore. Okay. But it doesn't mean that bad things will happen to you. Okay. I wouldn't want them. Okay. He reaches out to get the the shard from you, and we'll stop right there with you too. Thadric, you've fired at him and ducked into the doorway. And now he's fighting my ape friend. Yes. Um. Let's see. Eh, hey, why not? I'll, uh, I'll, I'll draw my my rescued hammer. That's what it's called on my on my sheet. There you go. Uh, the rescued <laughs> hammer. And move in to melee and try and a strike. Try to strike him. 
Strike him, almighty striker! My rescued hammer! I may have just bludgeoned an ape to death. Yeah. Oh, we have I rolled one. a one. Okay. Oh, yeah. I that. <laughs> Don't be planting those seeds of ideas. That was not my intent. Please roll some damage. Unless, hold on, I gotta look and see if I can get it to be advantage for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I am within five feet. You're a rogue. But that that enables sneak attack uh, damage, not the. Yeah, that was my that was what I was looking. Wait, for. are you part wolf? Are you part wolf? <laughs> part wolf? No. <laughs> then we can do pack tactics. <laughs> uh, you said roll damage. Yes. It's only one d four plus four. Jared, next time make your character part wolf. Why don't you make your character two parts wolf? I'm going uh, part giant ape right now. All right, I minimum believe, damage. You're okay. Minimum damage. I believe kobolds and uh, goblins also get pack tactics. So, possible. Uh, minimum damage of what? Five. Five total. Uh, as you swing <clears throat> down, uh, you actually glance um, the ape on the shoulder. And as you do, you do three points of damage. Um. Three. I forgot about the fire damage. Mm -hmm. Please roll your fire damage. <laughs> Two points of fire damage. Two points of fire damage and a little bit of singed fur. <clears throat> and hurt feelings. And hurt feelings. Now, do I got to roll concentration? Because you took damage. Yep. Yeah. For shapeshift? Polymorph... I'm going to triple check, but I believe Polymorph, I have to because it's a concentration spell. Yes. Concentration? Well, actually, I want to say this. In the spell's wording, it says the transformation lasts for the duration or until the target drops to zero hit points or dies. Hmm. Interesting, yes. Very interesting. Well, because I have now, I will say, because this is something that I've actually played in another game mm -hmm. as well. Another wizard who has polymorph, and the idea has been well, it's a concentration spell, but the wording of the spell says it just lasts. We we have played uh, the non concentration rules on this in the past, so we'll stick with that as a, a standard on the show for the moment. Next season, however. Everything's concentration and it's gun. No. <laughs> uh, no, I, yeah, I think, I mean, we've, we've played, yeah, we've played. I'm pretty sure I've been pulled out of this form before. No? <clears throat> I don't remember. Remember the Dragon King? Yeah, but I believe there was some dispel magic and other things that had been used. That's right. So. With me. Yes. Uh, so we've, we've allowed it. Uh, we'll continue to allow it for the rule of fun. Lovely. That's my favorite rule. Still a giant ape, but with a shoulder <laughs> on fire, it seems. Durbot? But bot strikes again, but it's an interesting one. Durbot! It missed it by one. It could have been, yeah. Still a damn dirty butt. Yeah. <laughs> that close, butt bot. <laughs> Almost. Oh. Now, as 
as Keth looks at the ape, uh, you see his eyes glow a bit as he looks into yours, Garth. Uh-oh. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Well, wisdom... How smart of a monkey are ya? Wisdom is my, my good thing. Is it still your stat? Oh, right. I take on the wisdom stat of a monkey. No. You take you take physical oh, stats. Only. That's right. Uh, great. Okay. Stat for mm-hmm. Intelligence. Okay, so... Oh, no! Do you have a portent number? Do I didn't really want to use it though. But portent oh. has to be called before the roll. Yes. Ah. Oh, but I'm a ha- I uh, I have a feat. Lucky. I am lucky. Could you argue that you're not a halfling right now? It's not halfling luck. It's my feet luck. Ah. Apes still have feet. They do. Whew. Let me make sure. I still have <clears throat> a couple. Oh, I do. Okay. Re-rolling. That's the one that the halfling gets to re-roll. So now we get to talk about that. <laughs> Am I a halfling now that still has <laughs> halfling luck? <laughs> I mean, your mind is still halfling, right? Is that why you roll wisdom? But isn't halfling luck due to their physicality? I can't recall the story behind Halfling Luck. The story behind Halfling Luck is if I roll a one, I get to re-roll it. <laughs> oh, it's just one of those, the book says this, it doesn't matter, there's no lore behind it. <laughs> Look, if Garth is anything, he is wise. All right, let's, let's well, let you re-roll that one more time. Natural t- Oh... This could have been the end of the show, guys, if you would have failed it that bad. Yeah, well, Garth, you feel a pulling at the back of your head as Um. if uh, (laughs) Keth was trying to turn you around and even more so, like, bind you uh, and keep you from fighting. But you somehow lucked out multiple times over to uh, fight that feeling. Um, you can blame Zebushu for that. <laughs> yeah, uh, but because of the fight, you're going to take uh, two... You're going to take uh, two necrotic damage as you feel him seeping into your brain uh, just a little bit there as his fight against all of that luck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand and accept these terms. <laughs> I understand and accept. Um, as he is continuing to uh, complete his turn, um, he is going to blow like a, a bit of dust out of his mouth and swirl it around his feet. And as it swirls around his feet, it goes under the ape and Thadric's feet, who are close to him. I need you each to make a constitution saving throw, please. Man, that's not the one I'm good at. 17? 8. 8. The dust swirls up around both of you. Um, 
and it starts attacking at your eyes. Um, fortunately, with the giant ape oh. size... Yeah, it would be 18 technically because I use his physical stats, which is constitution. There you go. And with the ape size, uh, the dust can't make it all the way up. The, the attack Keth was using... Uh, wasn't as powerful for your size. But unfortunately with Thadric, uh, the dust gets in your eyes and the world goes dark for you momentarily. Uh, you are currently without sight. Did he cast Dust Bunny? What's that? Did he cast Dust Bunny? Basically. Okay. For those of you uh, sitting at computers, blinding dust is what it actually is. Uh, we'll rename it to Dust Bunny for this show. Uh, and that is his turn. So, Giant Ape Garth, it is your turn now. I'm gonna punch him again. Okay. That one is gonna miss with an 11. That misses. 16? 16. That misses again. Oh no! I'm gonna, if I may add to the picture painted, mm -hmm. while I am not blinded with all this dust swirling around below me, oh, yeah. he's kind of created a bit of a shield that has like obscured him. So I go to punch and like, I see a swoosh as like dust clears, but then is filled back in. So I think I know where I'm going and I get a little bit closer, but it's still like, like I can, I feel like the hairs of my paw just graze his nose a little bit. There you go. So it's not your fault. It's his, right? Yep, exactly. Perfect. There we go. Uh, we get back to Ari, Panthros, and Barth. And Barth grabs the shard and looks at it in its glowing radiance. And he kind of sees through it. This is sharp. It is. Let's put it in your bag. Okay. And I help him put it in. Now listen, you're looking for a town called Loudwater. There's a man named Lem. He works at the temple. Okay. Tell him that Ari and Garth and Rumiel are your friends. Okay. And we'll come meet you there once Keth is defeated. Okay. You want to take the panther with you for, you know, a bodyguard? Can I ride him? Uh, I look at Pantheros and I, like, scratch his ear. I can't really talk to animals, but... You can try. So Barth starts to like put his arms on Panthros and trying to climb on top of him. I'm trying to and keep that, Panthros calm. And that's where we're going to leave you at the moment. <laughs> right before Barth gets eaten. Fadric, <laughs> <laughs> you are blinded or without sight this turn. That's true. So um, I'm going to flail wildly anyway. Flail wildly. Yes. Anyway. But to get rid of your nonsense, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to utilize one of these Scott Denuso natural 20s. There you go. Because I don't like being blind. Uh, so I'm going to do it. Now. Okay, I have a question about the situation because of the, the way that my character's built. Do all yeah. the things get the double and then the rolls or just the weapon damage? What do you mean? Because I have sneak attack, I have the fire damage, 
I have the weapon damage, and then I have the uh, uh, divine strike on on melee. Uh, yes, you get the base of everything, and then you get the roll on top of it. Got it. Okay. Give me a second. Okay. We may have a new all-time damage. We might. Mm -hmm. I, don't think so. I can't I don't remember. Think so. It was like what, one twenty or one thirty for up there. for Lindsay's chromatic orb. The most I've ever done is seventy-one, and that was with like a natural twenty on. Just one of my believe in something for the finale. <laughs> also, it's Lucas Martinez with a great quote. Listen, little expendable NPC child, jump at the death portal and be useful. I didn't want to leave him in a disappearing library or bring him to catch the world. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know. Season six, BBEG, Barth on the Panther. <laughs> <laughs> you abandoned me. Barth changes his name to Drizzt. Um, okay. I gotta use the calculator app. So as as we're mathing here, uh, if you haven't yet exclamation point ticket or exclamation point enter in chat will allow you to get into the running for a limited edition blacksmith craft dice because they're now Heimdaller. So you're not going to be able oh, to no. buy blacksmith dice much longer once all of that stock is out. So you get one that says blacksmith craft. Um, yeah, join in. We'll draw at the end of the show. I'm 57. Sure 57? Yeah. 57. Oh, yeah, with a uh, light hammer. What what are the sources? Do you know the numbers for the sources or roughly? Uh, I do. I do have the numbers. Six of that is fire okay. damage. Uh, I'll do the, we'll go the other way. Ten of that is radiant damage. Okay. And all the rest is regular weapon damage. All right. Uh, so as you hit and swing down um, what Garth sees, because you are currently without sight there, Thadric, is Garth sees all those tiny tears open up and consume much of the, the hammer strike and protect uh, Keth from being hit, but then sees uh, like the magical damage splash through and uh, cause some fire to, to catch on Keth's shoulder. Um, giving him a bit of understanding the situation here. <laughs> All right. Is that your turn? Yes, sir. Okay. So we go to Keth's turn. Who's next? And... He decides to uh, just swing down with uh, one of the arms. And as he brings the arm up to swing down at Thadric, uh, you see the arm grow in size just a little bit. And the flesh, as it grows, kind of like breaks apart and is a bit rotting and uh, almost like seeping zombie-like. Uh, so he's going to swing at Thadric. At advantage. <clears throat> at tactics. Would you call me? <laughs> uh, so at advantage, it is a 26 to hit. 
Uh, barely made it. It does barely make it. It does barely make it here. Um, what do we by like one, two? You you take eleven points of bludgeoning. Uh oh. And fourteen points of necrotic damage as the fist uh, kind of cracks and uh, leaves some fleshy residue on you, and it burns through your armor. Now, Ugh. you need to make a constitution saving throw here, please. But I don't, because I yell heinous and crumple to the ground. Because I'm at zero. You're at zero. All right. I only had 24 coming in. I need you to still roll a constitution save as you're falling to the ground. But however. I have, like, no constitution. <laughs> hey, it's an eight again. Look at that. <laughs> now, this might be a time to rejoin the fight, honey. <laughs> you, sir, have a, uh, a necrotic uh, burn go across your body and up your neck and across your face a bit as you're laying there unconscious. <clears throat> uh, Garth sees this and sees that uh, whatever Keth had done is attempting to consume you in your unconscious state. Garth, it is your turn here. It is my turn. Um... Checking my inventory really quick. Okay. Um. Well, that's not great. All right. I think. Uh, I think the the monkey, the ape, is going to. Um. Do his best to get between. Keth and Thadric. So right. uh, he's going to try and hit twice and like see if he can move Keth out of the way through his blows as they kind of go to fisticuffs. All right. Uh, 19 for the first swing. The, the second swing will not hit, unfortunately. So we are only looking at... 20 points of bludgeoning damage. <clears throat> As you you swing down and miss the second strike, uh, you notice again those that armor of uh, space and time tears uh, takes much of your blow and doesn't damage Keth too much. Um... I think that then as a... Let me double check again. Sorry, wrong thing. Um, seeing how long it would take to do something like this. Mr. Hoy, how was Panthro summoned again? Uh, bag of tricks. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. 
It doesn't say... how long it takes to unshift. Uh, I believe it takes... I want to say I've run it as bonus action, usually. Like, you can unshift at the end of your turn, and then you're ready for your next. Okay. Um... Then I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to this okay. one for now. All right. Just try and make a wall between myself and Thedric. Sounds good. Now we go to the top of the turn order. Ari, Barth, and the Panther. And Barth is struggling to get on the Panther and eventually gives up after a few seconds. Okay, you're gonna walk with me, Kitty, and keep me safe. All right, Barth, be careful. The panther will disappear by nighttime because it's magic. Um, oh. But you should be able to get to Loudwater by then, and when I find you, we can get you a real cat. Okay. Can it be this big? No. I give him a big <laughs> hug. Keep going. <clears throat> okay. So he starts walking, hanging his head a little bit. Come on, kitty. And notices that Panthros is just standing there looking around, still unsure, uh, as it follows the commands of Thadric, it sits here and just kind of watches, knowing that you two are allies, uh, and paces the area as Barth steps his first foot into the portal and starts to disappear in through it into Faerun. Ari, you only have a couple seconds here if you wish to do anything else. I grab my great axe. I say, come on, Panther. I don't know if I'll follow. And I go charging through <laughs> the portal to near. As you charge into the portal, uh, you get a foot and an arm, a shoulder, and your face through, and you see that you're about 20 or so feet away from the battle. Uh, and you're stepping through this, this tear in time and space. And we will leave it at that. You do see exactly what uh, had happened. You see Thadric down on the ground and the giant ape between Thadric and whatever uh, is going on with Keth. A shard is also now in another dimension. A shard is also now in another dimension. So, you don't see what that causes at the moment, uh, but it is Thadric's turn. So, Thadric, please Death roll. save! Eight. <laughs> that dice just wants to roll eights for you. It's three different dice. <laughs> uh, there's a phenomenon happening where Jared lives currently, and that is some gravitational pull that makes dice roll eights tonight. Or, or as uh, Denuso points out, Cade finally got to me. <laughs> all, all of the the tips to uh, take you down. We've gotten it. We've styling up, yeah. We've we've talked to uh, those around you to win <clears throat> your dice. Now we go to the next in the turn order, which is Keth. And as he was taking hits from the ape, and there's a bit of swirling dust in the air, you notice visibly. When I say you, it is only Garth that sees this at this time. You notice visibly that uh, 
Keth's form shrivels a bit, looks a bit older, looks a bit more uh, like you had seen this six-armed beast a while back at the tower, um, frail or more frail than he was moments ago. Uh, on his turn, he will uh, utter some words under his breath. And as he does, I need Garth to roll a constitution saving throw, please. Using apes constitution. Making sure he's not proficient or something like that. <laughs> because it's only an eight. What did you do, Jared? What? <laughs> 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 As these words sink in, they're of a tongue that you don't quite understand. You feel stunned at this point. <laughs> You're incapacitated. You can't move or react. Your eyes go wide a bit. And your jaw drops a tiny bit as whatever he had said sunk into the core of your mind. Garth, it is your turn. I mean, am I paralyzed? As stunned, uh, the creature is incapacitated, moving it, meaning it can't take actions or reactions, can't move, can't speak. Uh, you do automatically fail strength and dexterity saves, and attack rolls against you have advantage. So basically, you don't really... Don't I can't speak. You can't move, you can't speak, you can't react. So no. Uh, you can speak only in faltering. So very like, but you're an ape. <laughs> <laughs> Other apes are like, what's that dude saying? <laughs> um, checking on one other thing. Just really quickly. Trying to save my life. I think as you're looking through, the only thing that I would allow outside of whatever you're looking at would be potentially still dropping form if you want like you'd still be you'd still be stunned but you'd just like be able to drop into garth at that point um i think i think i'm not gonna drop into garth i i think garth would maybe understand the magic a little bit and want the meat shield that is the ape because i still have his attention there you go so i'll do that all right Ari, you, you see the the form of the ape that was standing strong kind of go slack a little bit as uh, you hear some words kind of almost blow past you in the wind. Mm -mm. So Ari is pissed. And she has her magical great axe in okay. her hands and is going to take the dash action. Okay. And... Surprise! Is Keth facing away from me? Uh, Keth can't quite see you. The ape is in between. That doesn't matter. I don't think I get surprise attack damage. I'm just curious. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I do plan to use one of my twenties. So Ari is gonna charge, raising the great axe, and yell out, "Get away from my friends!" and come down with a nat twenty with her magical. All right, so you charge. Um, 
Do you get any bonuses to that? I, I do. Recall. Thank you for asking. I get a, um, <laughs> a plus. Five. I can either push him 10 feet or take a plus five to damage, and I'm going to take the damage. Okay. Because someone needs to. So this is a d12. Yes, I'm looking for my other d12. Ah, there it is. Okay. Wait, why do you need two? Well, because, oh, I get base damage. That's right. If you want to roll two, you may. I'm not stopping you. Well, no. she did roll two. I did roll a two. So thank goodness for extra. Add 19 plus 26 points of damage. 26 points of damage. And On that, my first one. And that is slashing? Because it's an axe. Well, yes, oh, but it is dad. her magical. It's my magical great axe. If you consider that magical in terms of slashings. Okay, let me go through these things here. You see some of the uh, the tears that I had explained earlier for Garth's attacks, um, but you seem to cut through a few of the tears and do a little bit of damage uh, from your your slash. Cool. I don't know that you can attack again, though. Because if you dashed, it's usually a two-round thing. Yeah. Mm, or a, okay. an action yep. move action. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. So that is all. No, I think what Ari is doing right now is we know that Thadric offered to be the officiant, so she's making sure that all of the wedding party and whatnot are ready to go. Did Panthros follow? But she me? just sent the ring bearer to another dimension. Yeah. Panthros? Panthros is still chilling in the library as he can't yeah. hear any commands and hasn't <clears> been <throat> issued any. Yeah. Um, so we go to Thadric's turn. Okay. Big money, big money. This, if this is a one, it's. I'm. Do I use the one that rolled a one last? How many? It won't come up again. If he rolls a one, it's automatically two fails. Can I give him a nat twenty? I think he's got one if he uses it. Oh. It's not a one. Five. All right. Dude, so I'm not dead. We're at two death saves. Zero. Wait, don't you do have a nat twenty, don't you, Jared? I got, I got them. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I don't want to waste them if I could get up naturally. I, I will uh, remind everyone we do have the hype boss, which lives right here, right under our our sponsors. <clears throat> uh, currently, it's Scott Denuso. Whoever uh, donates tips follows, uh, resubscribes, etc. will cause damage to that. Uh, whoever becomes a new hype boss does get to assign a nat 20 instead of a roll. They get to say, I, I just claim this is a nat 20 to any player on screen. Um, also, you can, if you uh, use your tips well enough, you can get re-rolls, um, I believe, at the $10 level. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's been a while since I've talked about what our tips are, but those are below on our Twitch page. Um, yeah, so those are options if you wish to see Thadric survive. I believe it's exclamation point tips. There we go. Um, the buffs should be on that page, but they're also on our info just below the video on Twitch. Uh, Buffalo, perfect. Now, <laughs> we continue forward. It is Keth's turn. 
And he now has a, a second enemy attacking. And as he does, uh, what he will do... Is poop his pals in fear? He will... Uh, it's a choice. <laughs> it's, a, it's a choice. Uh, he will swing a punch at the ape, knowing that he's got a little bit of an upper hand, and also swing a punch. Actually, hang on a second, double-checking. He will also uh, glare at Ari at this point. So I need uh, Ari to roll a wisdom saving throw. Gulp. And it is a 24 to hit on the ape. That is that is twice my AC as a giant ape. Oh, yes. That is my you, AC as a dead man. Uh, you take 20 points of bludgeoning. 12 points of necrotic as the fist kind of cracks a bit and leaves the same like burn on your on your shoulder. I will need a constitution saving throw as well. From me? From you, sir. How did we determine the ones go for me right now? <laughs> you get a reroll. You get a halfling luck. Okay. Also, uh, you said con? Mm-hmm. I don't think 16 does it. Uh, 16 ties, so you, you save. And the same necrotic burn that went up uh, Thadric just kind of dissipates into your skin and goes away. <clears throat> Uh, what is the the save from you, Ari? Eight. Eight. Now, as this glare uh, hits your eyes and a bit of glow comes out of Keth's, um, you are frightened of Keth. And as you turn to run... Your entire body seizes up, and you fall forward, paralyzed. Now, you you see this all happen. You get scared, turn, and essentially just trip over your own boot, it feels. But as you're tripping, you can't seem to stop yourself, and you just land kind of on your face, prone. Garth? It is your turn now. You are no longer stunned. Oh, it yeah. was. But you do see a bit out of the corner of your eye and hear Ari topple and her, her metal armor hit the ground. Okay, 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 okay. I've got an idea. It may or may not work. I'm going to try. Um. Oh no, it's not. That's not as. That's not as fun as I wanted. Um. Is, there's so much happening, and this guy's a jerk, <clears throat> and. 
I would like to try to grapple Keth. Okay. In my big monkey paws and pick him up. I believe that would be a strength contest. I believe it is. So, rolling. Nineteen. Seven total. Nineteen. So you are now grappled. Yep. Um, that would take an action. Correct. Because I am a huge beast, can I now just treat this as an interact with object? I mean, or huge is your size. Uh, to perform any further action, like tossing him, setting him down, etc. Yeah, that would be an action. That would be an action. But like, if you can just I, want to, like, move him, can I pick him up? Sure. And I, yeah, squeezing would probably be an action too, because that's how most spells are. Yeah. So I just kind of want him. I've got both hands. the The idea for me is that I've got both hands around him, so that his arms are pinned. Yep. So that if there's any like somatic yep. things, and I'm gonna like once again like roar <laughs> right in his face. Oof, I mean, okay. I like it's Lucas Martinez's idea. There is no um, the giant ape does not have a bite attack, but. I'm considering it for my next turn. We would we would be able to uh, do improvised damage with that. I'll allow. Okay. For now, a giant ape is roaring in Cat's face. Now y'all gotta get yourselves back up because I ain't got healing spells. I'm a wizard. All right. Well, look who thinks he's fancy because he's a wizard. Yeah, I'm a giant ape right now, holding yeah. our greatest enemy. A wizard a ape. Uh, we go to the top of the turn <clears throat> order with Ari. I think I can't do anything. No, you can't. But uh, at the could end... I? Mental? No, never mind. You can you can have a discussion with yourself in the back of your mind. Um, I'm gonna think. Come on, magic missile fire. Magic missile. <laughs> uh, you can't see your target at this point as you're face down. Uh, so I would roll random to hit any target. But it's auto. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> and they will hit any target. And you have three of them. Uh, four of them, technically, if they come back on you. So if you want to do that, I'll allow it. <laughs> Accidentally no. looking down into a puddle, cast <laughs> magic missile. <laughs> Ouch! Uh, at the end of your turn, however, you feel um, the the par the paralyzation go away. And let me double check here. You do not feel uh, a change in the fear you have for Keth yet. Um, So you are, you feel like you want to get up on your next turn and run away, is what your your general feeling is. Okay. All right, we go to Thadric. Now, because I have two already, I'm not going to risk it. I'm just going to go ahead and use one of these natural twenties. 
Okay, good. Let's use let's use Penguin Witch Doctor's Nat 20. Penguin there Witch Doctor. Thank uh, you, Penguin Witch Doctor! Thank you for coming through and adding two death saves to the two I... death fails. Well, so if it's a natural 20, you get your one hit point. Oh, yes. According to Raw. Yeah. According to Raw, yes. I, I don't tend to see players come out of death very often, or do they go into death very often without total obliteration. So, you got um, one HP. <clears throat> I do. And I will, with my one HP, uh, can I pull out my potion of greater healing? I'll allow it. And I want to shove it in my own throat. Just, Just be like, glurg, glurg, glurg. Jam it in. All right. Yeah. Uh, your greater healing, you get your you get some health back from that. I'll let you roll and add that to your sheet. 4d4 plus 4. Not 44. 4d4. Well, that's too many one. Oh, it's only one. <laughs> that's too many ones. One is too many ones. <laughs> it's true. In this case, at least. I get 18 hit points back. Hey, hey. You will be prone for the rest of your turn, though. Uh, so you'll start prone at the top of your next turn. Yes, sir. All right. Now, it is the grappled. Can I, can I do a reaction? Can I close my eyes? I mean, you, you I, I guess. Because you're sad? Because the last time I looked into this dude's eyes, I froze. So, okay. so the spirit okay. goes, I've got cats. Raw! Uh, <laughs> just <laughs> big raw! I closed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, double checking through the list of what he can do at this point. Um, he close my eyes because he's got his arms pinned. Yeah, I know. I mean, I don't think I did see one spell in here, but that's not nice for this moment. It won't do anything. Um, wow, this is fun. This is fun. My giant monkey finally worked. Ape. <laughs> I know, but monkey's more fun to say. Yeah, stop monkeying around. Aping around. You gotta go to the ape station. Like the vape station? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it is. There we have it at my work. Oh, I thought you were going with the aid station, like a combat no. medic. I mean, I don't go, but my coworker was like, I'll be back, I'm going to the vape station. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Listen, I don't know many ape puns. I only prepared monkey ones the last two weeks. Okay, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Garth, with your, uh, your face very close to his face, he starts whispering under his breath again. Um, I need you to make... Or headbutt him. You headbutt him. I need I need you to make a constitution saving throw. What? You gotta freeze him in your arms. 
Oh, I forgot to say, when I grappled him, I put my thumbs over his mouth. Also, I've got an elbow into his chest and another foot wrapped Is around his material head. component? My pinky's like blocking it closed. All right. I'm, I'm a 12 armed ape and. Uh... <laughs> I'm using my feet. I'm using. I mean, I, mean, I guess. The front appendages on apes can also be called feet, so. <laughs> no. I believe they're called hands. Yeah. This is so early. Okay, okay. 18, 18 is my con. You feel that tug at the back of your mind as uh, you had gone and, like, dropped your jaw before? But you're able to fight it off at this point, and the whispers just kind of blow past you. Um, Ari, I need you to also roll. I'm going to say that's because I closed my eyes. What am I rolling? Constitution save. And I need Thadric to also roll a constitution save. 17. 17. You two hear these words kind of like go past you. 16. 16. Two eights for those keeping track. And also, <laughs> and also, you as well, Thadric, feel this whisper kind of blow past a very uh, evil sounding nature, but it, it goes past you in the breeze. Uh, at the end of Keth's turn, Ari no longer feels the fear that she had to Keth. And now her driving force is to get up and attack. It is Garth's turn, who is grappling Keth currently. Um, yeah. I was gonna do one thing, but I don't know if he prepared a certain spell. So instead, I'm just going to take take Keth. Well, can I just squeeze really tight? Yes, I would allow it. You could do, um... You could use like arms. Mm. Well, because I've got them, it's not it, like in my hands, right? How big am I? Uh, you're you're huge, so you'd be, you'd probably not just like holding him with, with your hands, but you'd be like a little bit of a, a hug on him. Potentially, yeah, like arms, here versus yeah. like out here yeah so you you've got a nice tight hold on him um i would allow it and you can do 2d4 worth of damage mm -hmm. with with no need to yeah. roll to hit yeah um are there any big rocks nearby I mean, I'm sure there are, but that would be... Rock is a ranged weapon attack, mm. so I would have to throw it. I had considered throwing him, but I think the fact that I have him so constrained right now is really helpful, giving you two time. So I will take the two four, 2d4 damage. All right. And plus your strength? Is that plus my strength? No, just straight up 2d4 damage. All right. Well, that's seven damage. Seven damage. There you go. Free, and a crack rib. Free seven damage here. 
Uh, you do hear a little bit of cracking as you believe you're starting to break through Keth's defenses. Yes? How far am I from the cliff? Uh, so the cliff is up over the wall of undead, um, oh, and okay. probably about 30, 40 feet past that. Uh, you okay. do know that there's a little bit of a ledge behind you. It's probably only about a 15 or 20 foot drop. Uh, and then that leads to stairways down to the rest of, uh, like the wharf. Gotcha. Okay, cool. I will hold my position. All right. Uh, because of the grapple, uh, there is a check every round for breaking free, correct? Uh, I believe so. Okay. Yeah. I, I had rolled that, and it was a six, just so you're aware. It most likely didn't break <clears throat> your grapple. Your strength alone is six. Yeah, and I rolled a 19, so 25. Yeah, so that, that would have uh, failed there. So, Ari is prone, but... Her burning desire to destroy Keth is returned. Yes, we had said like I'm pr like I'm prone, just like on the ground, right? Like you've, you've fallen on your face. Yeah. Prone to diseases. Okay. Um, I'm gonna stand up and glare back at Keth. Roll for damage. <laughs> and then I'm gonna uh, roar again and fire magic missile. Roar. Like that. Rory. Like a dinosaur. That'll be 10 points of damage. All right. Uh, just double checking. I believe standing up takes, what, half of your movement, correct? And you don't yep. wish to move any further. Just stand up and fire shots. I mean, yeah, because I'm not super far away. <clears throat> yeah, you're, you're about like seven, eight feet away. You're a little ways away. Uh, since you're firing magic missile, feel free to roll your damage, which I believe you did, correct? 10... Ten total. Uh, you don't see any of the defense come up as uh, these magic missiles hit and do damage. None of the the tearing in space. Uh, so it does the full damage there. Awesome. Thadric, with your nineteen points of of life, whatever it may be. Yep. Uh, you are prone, but uh, you may do what you wish. Uh, I'm still pretty much adjacent to the melee, right? Yeah, you okay. you've basically fallen backwards, so you're you're able to look up and see essentially Keth's feet dangling from the grasp hey, of the plate. All right, half my move, I stand up. All right, bonus action, I cast magic weapon. Oh wait, it's already a magic weapon. I don't do that. You don't do that. Okay, I don't <laughs> do that. Uh. I swing my rescued hammer with all its might at the contained Keth. For uh, a rump shot here. Do not roll a one. But spot. I, I did not roll a one. I rolled an 18. So 26. That hits. Okay. And damage is as follows. Do you want the total or separate? Uh, separate, please. Uh... The fire damage is two. Okay. The radiant damage is seven. Okay. And then the sneak attack and uh, other damage is nine from All the right. rescued magic hammer. All right. You do see a bit of, again, the, the tears in space, but you do see a lot of the damage uh, seep through and burn 
and destroy a bit of the backside of Keth. The robes that he's wearing kind of tear a little bit and catch flame. And he... Can I do? Can I do anything else? Do, 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 do. Um... No, that takes a long time to cast. I'm going to... Do I have that spell slot? I do. I'm going to surround us all in a 120-foot uh, sphere of silence. All right. <laughs> and then that's my turn. Okay. Whispering now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So everything goes incredibly silent. Uh, I love this moment because I once had a big bad that Jared Sarton cast darkness on and ruined <laughs> everything. As a monk, cast darkness like my my way of the shadows, monk. Yep. <laughs> So now this just feels so good. <laughs> but monkey buttzard can't do monkey my butt now. <laughs> Thank you, but Buttspot. Butt strikes again. Buttzard. That's a very weird Pokemon. <laughs> it's, Highly uh, sought after. Pokemon 1286 or whatever they're up to yeah. now. Keth uh, leans back and grins in the face of the ape and turns to sand and drops to a pile of sand below and a whirlwind blows up and swirls around the group and then moves away about 40 feet and the whirlwind stops and the sand comes back down and Keth is standing there looking battered and beaten but he's about 40 feet away, still within this silence. Guess he had a nonverbal spell, nonverbal non hands. <laughs> that tricky trickster. If he was made of sand, why was he doing that before? And then did I get him in my eyes earlier? Yeah, it was his it was his left toe. There's it opens all toe. kinds of philosophical Ew, things. toes. You got toe sand in your eye. Gross. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> so much no. Uh Garth, it is your turn. In this silence, uh, you you feel this presence like seep out of your arms and blow away. 40 feet ahead of you all stands Keth. Well, Giant Ape has 40 feet of movement. So I'm going to run up and punch him twice. All right. 18 on the die plus 9. Hits. Cool. Roll on the other hit. That's a 19 on the dice. So these will be... I'll roll two sets of 10 because I know you, you're you doing some maths and they're each individual hits. Okay. Um, so for the first one... 23, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, you do see some of that damage pressed through his shielding. For the second, only 20. 
Only 20. Uh, you don't see that you've made it quite through his armor with this. Um, but he does kind of stumble back just a tiny bit as you're applying this force. So he's not like right up on you, but he hasn't moved much more than a, a foot or two away. Um, showing that you're you're still damaging pretty readily. Cool. Ari's roar is silenced with Thadric's spell. Uh, her, her mouth is probably still open and she's probably still screaming in the back of her head, but uh, that's where we start her turn. She's not going to stop. The scream's more for her, you know? Okay. Uh, but she is going to fire another round of magic missile. All right. Well within uh, the 120 foot. Mm-hmm. And that will, again, be 10 points of damage. 10 points of magical damage. Again, you do not see the, the force fields come up around him as all the shots hit. Do you wish to move? Stay where you're at. Um... I'll, I'll come up so I'm, like, ten feet away from Ape Face and with, uh, you know, Keth. Yeah. Just in case he gets a drop form, I want to be able to... Yeah. So you're about, you're about ten feet away. Uh, Keth and your uh, betrothed are... Who? About ten Ape feet Ape? in front of you. Uh, behind, there's about ten or fifteen feet of, of space before it hits the wall of the, the undead... Uh, that have been toppled. So you've got a little bit of space before uh, the wall. Uh, we go to Thadric. My move is not... My move is only 30 feet. So but I will move those 30 feet. Okay. Oh, I may... Oh. Mm. Well, I may have butted myself with silent spell. Uh, that's okay. I got daggers. <laughs> daggers for days. I'm a whip a dagger at him. Whip, whip. Okay. We'll see what happens. I rolled a two. At least it wasn't a one. Uh, well, I aim. I aim with my ears. Is what what the key I'm learning. You aim with your ears, and as you do that, uh, you see the dagger bounce off the floor and go up over the, the wall of the undead. You hear none of the sound. You just see a little spark as it hits the uh, the stonework, and then you see it just kind of go up into the abyss. That was my action and my move. And for my bonus action, I will do nothing. You will do nothing. All right. Okay. So, uh, Keth takes a swing at the ape in front of him. Rude. After his eyes glow and stare him down. So, as his eyes are glowing and staring the ape down, I need the Get to it. Con a wisdom saving throw for this one. Seventeen on the dice. Uh, do I use ape or me? Ape is plus one. Me is plus four. Be you for this because it's not a physical. Uh, yeah. so twenty-one. 
21. Uh, as his eyes glow, uh, you don't feel... 23, technically. Sorry. It's a specialty. You don't but... feel uh, anything from it, but you noticed earlier when his eyes glowed that Ari ran away, so you may have a slight understanding of what happened. Mm -hmm. He comes down to swing at you uh, with the giant rotting fist, and yep. his... Attack is 16. That'll hit. Okay, so you take 18 points of bludgeoning. Okay. And 17 points of necrotic. Okay. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw with this hit as well. That will be a 19. 19. Uh, again, the necrotic growth that starts up your chest sinks into the skin and dissipates. You are locking out. Giant Ape Garth, it is your turn. Giant Ape Garth's turn. How is Kath looking to me? Does, does he look like he's still having old. a good time? He looks old. old. He looks old, old. and wrinkly and... Uh, Ooh. worn uh but he is also looking pretty beaten up uh, the skin while it's uh, pale and darkened from his undead demonic state that he may be in does look a bit battered and bruised you see gashes in it uh granted there's no blood running out uh you see that he seems to be in a fairly rough state okay like this is in a rough state might as well might as well keep Monkeying around. Uh, swing one! Ape! 14. 14 to hit. That does not hit. Swing two! 19. 19 hits. That will be... 24. 24. You, you feel that you have broken through his shield a bit for this damage as you hit. Uh... And he is still standing at this point. Ari, your turn. You're 10 feet away from this. Yeah. Um, Ari's gonna run in with her great axe. Um, seems like Garth could use a little help. So gonna come in swinging still with the silent. Okay. I like that. As, as you're running in and screaming to answer, it's Lucas Martinez. Uh, let's just say probably 126 human. Uh, so not not too young. Um, This will be a 14 for the first swing, which I'm guessing does not does hit. Does not hit. You swing near. Swing number two. This one will be a... 19. 19, that does hit. Yay! And that will be... Woo! 19 points of damage as well. All right. As you swing, you, you feel that you're able to move your axe through some of his shielding. And as you do, you feel the axe catch and stick square into his chest. Um, and as it sticks square into his chest... 
An evil grin, much larger than his mouth should grin, appears across Keth's face. And he grabs your axe handle and just holds on to it. And his entire body begins to glow a bright, uh, a bright light, essentially, uh, to the point where it is very much blinding to all of you. Um, and in the silence, an explosion occurs. Uh, you're blinded, but each of you feels as if you've been pierced by thousands of needles, uh, and that like your limbs have almost been like torn from your body. And in this bright light and in the silence of this happening, uh, in the back of each of your minds, a man's voice speaks out. It is not your time. Fight on. Fight on. And as you hear that voice, you drop onto the ground, Garth back in his form, Ari on her backside, uh, Thadric as well on his backside, even though he was quite a distance away. Your ears are all ringing. You hear a hustle and bustle about town. And as you each sit up, and see the area around you, you notice this is the town square. In its normal shape and form, but everything feels in a dream state. There's an odd glow about everything. And the people around don't see you or don't seem to see you. The voice in the back of your head, you must finish him. He lies in there. And as you hear, he lies in there. Uh, there's a pulling of almost like someone's grabbing the sides of each of your heads and turning your head to face towards uh, the royal building, the, the head offices, the perch that had sunken into the sea or what you had believed had sunken into the sea. And just in front of it, there's a, an obsidian... Uh, building on top of it a few random statuettes of what seems to be various forms of uh an elf the obsidian is a dark black color almost soaking in the light and there's uh golden uh interlacing that as you look closer the golden interlacing almost seems to form what would look like a, a jail cell and you notice that there's this deep dark blackness amongst the brilliant, radiant gold, and your gaze is being pulled towards that building. This building seems real to you. Everything else still feels dreamlike. Uh, a passerby, a young child, actually kicks a, a piece of trash uh, right at Garth's face, and it goes right through his head, uh, startling him briefly, and then he realizes how not in this world they are. The voice says nothing else, but you feel your gaze, and you see one another. Uh, Badrick, you're able to see Garth and Ari as they were kind of between you and the building. Ari, you're able to see Garth. Garth is at the very front of all of this. Um, what is it that you do? I put my hand through Garth's head. <laughs> Garth is about... Wait. Uh, 10 or 12 feet ahead of you. You're, you're in a very up, similar configuration. And I put my hand through Garth's head. 
you end up punching Garth kind of in the back of his head as he's starting to stand as well. Oh, yeah, I do that too. I punch Garth. <laughs> oh, 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 I do that. <laughs> Ow! Okay, okay, just seeing. So you're, you're real? Cool, I'm not dead. Yeah. Ow. Did you guys hear that man? Yes. Apparently, Cat's in there. Well, let's finish it. He's in the fountain? Garth? No. Garth, as you are thinking about the voice, it is uh, mildly familiar in the back of your head. Yes, the rest of I... you the rest of you aren't as familiar with the voice. I uh I kind of my eyes just kind of glance upward. And I like I just mouth, thank you. And I uh I kick Dadrick's attention away from the fountain <laughs> towards the towards the building that was just described. Oh, that yeah. makes more sense. Yep. Definitely <laughs> makes more sense, doesn't it? We should butt up. I mean, heal up. How are we but do butt spot isn't your scriptwriter. Don't follow his <laughs> script. Come on. <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. Um, let no. I think before we. I don't know if we can take damage if we're ghosts. I don't know what's going on. I'm actually kind of okay, uh, but I'm still pretty good as well. Gonna be honest. Uh, the the ape side of me took uh all the blows okay so in, I'm in another in another dimension where all of garth's forms are there's a ape that's kind of limping in and there's a voice oh again he keeps beating you up doesn't he <laughs> i'm trying to protect the ape <laughs> the people that beat him up dad how are you uh i mean just a dude same as I was going into the last one, except a little more just a dude. That didn't work out so well. Hopefully this time we can get that more behind us. Uh, I mean, we could take like an hour and relax a little bit and get some energies back, but till I like go to sleep for a while, like a solid night, my magic's pretty expended. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine with uh, with taking an hour while we in I investigate this outer the outer part of the building, investigate the statues and things like that. See if we can get any information before we go in. Fine by me. Well, I'm just All gonna right. sit over there on the fountain then. What is it with you in the fountain? I just think they're neat. I mean, they are cool. Like when you think about it plumbing that has to go into that. Unless no it's mad. Water going glurgle glurgle and stuff. <laughs> I will say you can still breathe water. Like that was a thing I cast this morning. So. <laughs> well, maybe I'll go in the fountain. Who knows? You can see if any fish. The coins. All right. <laughs> this roguish side. As you are all taking your rest, this is a wonderful time for us to take a brief break. Before we go on break, just a reminder, you can still enter to win dice. All show exclamation point enter or exclamation point ticket. We'll continue to let you know about that because we want to give away these dice. Uh, so feel free to do that. Uh, we do have fun stuff with our channel points. There's dogs who want snacks. There's Nathan who wants a snack. Uh, so so give them all snacks using your uh, your channel points. 
And we do have a Scott Denuso low on our bar for the hype boss. So lots of fun when we get back. Uh, but yeah, we'll be giving away dice at the end of the show. Uh, if you know someone who is available, who can tune in and join into the mix to get some dice, Spice invite your friends. Up. Invite your friends. Or you can just be selfish and hope that you win and not tell anybody. But uh, we are calling all of your friends, family, and neighbors at this point uh, when we go on break. So they're coming anyways. Uh, we'll see you guys in 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Then I says to the other ghost, mm -hmm. why the long face? Oh, yeah. the ghost no, it doesn't work. Didn't didn't really work. I feel like it was a horse. Oh, that's what it was. That's it what I was ghost. thinking. I was like, horses don't haunt people. That would work for ghosts. You've been haunted by a ghost horse. Mm. Yeah. Can I ride it? Mr. Dead? <laughs> Wow. Yep. Oh, yeah. we're, we're back. And uh, we're going we're going to series. <laughs> Six seasons in a movie, right? Um, well, here we go. Uh we're back. This is Here Be Dragons. We're giving away dice from Blacksmith Craft, uh, now known as Heimdall Dice. Uh so if you want to get some free dice, just type exclamation ticket or exclamation enter into the chat now. Now. Get, not everyone will get them. In the next five minutes. But don't wait. If you order now. No, wait, wrong thing. Uh so we we are giving away dice. At the end of the show, we will draw from our pool of non-cast and crew. I see some cast has snuck in there trying to win some dice, but uh the first non-cast or crew member will win a free set of blacksmith craft dice. Um Take a look at all of our other sponsors. There's a lot of fun things that they're doing, and they're always adding new stuff to their repertoire and to their offering. Uh, so much stuff that uh, it's hard to keep track of myself. But if you like coffee, I saw some coffee chat in there. If I may, uh, Critical Treasures is releasing their like expanding bags, which look really cool. Oh yeah, they, like metal cap because it like it's it's a whole thing the likes of which I don't understand. Why? Because it's magic that you can buy in real life. It's a real bag of holding for your dice. Mm -hmm. So, quickly, get your bag of holding before the magic runs out. Uh, yeah, so we left the party in a really interesting place. Well, what remains of the party, that is. As they've dumped off Rumiel and Drakland and Valari and others. Well, they all left of their own volition. <laughs> 
Did they? Did they? <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> Garth's evil mastermind plan. Uh, yeah, so now they're stuck in this place <laughs> that is uh, part ethereal and part seemingly real. Taking a rest here, they are sitting outside of this obsidian and gold-laced building. Uh, the gold lacing seems to look like metal bars you'd see in a jail cell. Uh, the front gate is a, a big stone uh, door with very similar gold interlays. And on top, there's a few statuettes. They seem to be very... Uh, I guess faceless, very, very light on the detail, uh, elven structure. There's six of them on top of this building. Uh, they're all facing inward. Uh, a couple have a different weapon in hand, like they're ready to fight. A couple have a book in hand, and one is actually uh, just standing there peaceful, hands out to the side as if he wants nothing to do with whatever is happening. Uh, Thadric, however, is attempting to uh, put his face in this ethereal water and potentially get uh, gold coins that aren't actually gold to him. And we'll have to put a new stat on D&D Beyond to track your ethereal gold. Uh, but Is uh, Ethereum money? No. In our world, yes, but... <laughs> yeah, so... We're there. Uh, a short rest has been taken. Garth has inspected the outside, and what I just described is what Garth was able to understand. Uh, Garth, you don't recognize the architecture or the styling or the, the craftsmanship of uh, what has put this building together. It seems almost too perfect, um, and like it was, it was forged and built uh, by otherworldly hands. Okay. Question. Answer. Daily double. Pew, 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 pew. What? Uh, do I still have my great axe? Do you still have your great axe? Did you throw it? No. I hit Kath with it, and then... Everything happened, so she's just checking. It was in my hands. Yeah, yeah. It, okay. It's still in your hands at this point. Um uh, or over the hour, you probably stashed it properly, but uh, if it's still in oh, your hands, then cool. No, well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that's going to show up. That's what Ari did for the hour. Just stared around at every passerby. Sitting crisscross, but... By the fountain? Yeah. <laughs> By the fountain. There's gonna be a fountain at the wedding, right? What wedding? You'll find out. <laughs> the one that's about to happen. <laughs> the guests are about to show up. Um. Yeah, I get. So I'm not getting any. I don't. You don't recognize the craftsmanship. You can't see inside. Um. Unless you want to figure out a way to fly or climb, the, the height is about 15, 16 feet up to get to the roof. Um, you may use that if you wish. Yeah, I've got a... There, there's like a lock on the door, right? Yeah, the door seems to be 
closed. Uh, there isn't a lock on it, but there also doesn't seem to be a handle. And as you had gotten close to it, it hummed a little bit as if to uh, react to your presence. I hum in a harmony, one third above. That's exactly what it sounds like. Well done. Does it unlock when I do that? No. Uh, it does seem to, as you've, uh, I'm sure, poked and prodded and looked at things, as you kind of push on it, it seems like it will give way, almost as if it was uh, the weight of a door to a, a kitchen in an inn on like a, a springy hinge. Like this big, large piece of stone shouldn't be that lightly pushed, but it seems to react that way to you as you've touched it. Uh, yeah, so... Still, still keeping that ape stat, huh? Yeah, I got that 8 plus 6 strength still. <laughs> am I not supposed to retain that? You're almost as strong as I am. You, your, your knuckles drag, however, if you wish to keep that. <laughs> the little halfling walking around with his knuckles dragging. Big old I hairy mean... ape arms. <laughs> uh, Scott, Denuso, obviously a major third. That's what was sung. Um, Evil place really opened a minor tunes. That might have been the problem. Well, it seems to be opening, ish. Um, you like so, try the door? Yeah, no. Um, well, yes. I, I pushed a little bit. It seems like this door will just open. Probably because I sang. Well, I hummed. So whenever you're ready, I, I I can't seem to determine anything else about this building, though I know I've been looking for almost an hour now. Uh, these faces on the statues, they, have, they, they held no detail, which I find interesting. There are only six, although we know there are huh. seven keths. Yes? Yeah. But like... That's what I was thinking. Maybe it's like the keths in different dimensions, and then the one who lives here... Like, what's with that one indifferent one? That's new. I think that would just be called peaceful. It's like, eh. Uh, are there any, like, small stones nearby? What happened to you in this this realm? <laughs> Lauren, what? I don't um, know. <laughs> as, as you look around and you seem to interact with anything that's not this building, I uh, think the I'm ground or architecture. Really small rocks. Anyways. Uh, anything that is loose and able to be moved or picked up seems to be impossible to grasp. Um, the architecture, the flooring, everything else seems fairly sturdy. If you stick your hand in the water and pull it out to try and scoop, uh, your hand comes out dry, uh, and the water doesn't even like lift out of, uh, out of place. What if I took a piece of hardtack from my bag? And did what? Just pulled something out of your bag? Does it stay in my hand? Yeah, your your stuff stays in your hand currently. Interesting. I'll eat it. <laughs> what? I was hungry. <laughs> Does it melt in my hand? <laughs> Must be an M&M. Nope. They don't it didn't melt. melt exactly. Head. It didn't uh -oh. melt. Must be an M&M. 
You said it was hard tech. Everyone has hard tech. Well, that's what we call them in this world. Because they're hard. I'm sorry. Let's go back. <laughs> Lamba spread. <laughs> Stackos. Um, and no one, like, reacts to us at all, correct? No. Uh, you've had various people actually walk right through you, carrying on about their day, uh, to the point where someone walked immediately through Ari at one point, and she wasn't looking, and realized a young man had run through her and had caught something from another young man who had went splashing into the fountain. Um, and it was it was like these kids had never seen any of you there, otherwise they would have reacted. Hmm. Hey now! You're an all-star. No, I was gonna say that! <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry, uh, it is Nathan who gets the the takedown for the day as far as uh content goes so nathan you are the weakest link goodbye <laughs> rocks fall i gave you mr dead and you're gonna take me down hey i'm not the one that uh does these copyright notices we eight bars eight bars um <laughs> has an hour been up <laughs> are we ready to go inside yet Let's go in sure there you go. Oh, right. Your your oh. hour expires. Ding. How you feeling, Thad? Uh, okay, let's go inside here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I push open the door, showing my mighty strength, because they don't know it should be heavier or lighter or whatever. Garth, as you walk up and like one finger push the door in and kind of grin over your shoulder, uh, the door swings open and stops open and just kind of wobbles a little bit side to side like it is on a hinge system. Um, and as you step <clears throat> inside and peek at what's happening, there's a couple small uh, blue lights glowing in the room uh, that illuminate that there's some statues. The room is quite dark. Uh, at the far end, about 20 feet down, you see a wall that seems to be made up of uh, hundreds of mage hands um, kind of interlocking and uh, protecting what seems to be a, a dark orb just kind of floating above a pedestal behind it. Hmm. Ominous. Another pedestal. Another Sorry. pedestal. This world's all pedestals and portals. Pretty it's much. It's P&P, not D&D. &D. Uh, hey! Now you're canceled. Now <laughs> I'm canceled. <laughs> Um, it's very interesting that there's all these mage hands here because there's no one around casting mage hands. But like, are they real mage hands? Oh, I mean, I know they're not real mage hands because that'd be attached to a wrist. But like, are they the real spells of the mage hand? Because like, from your mage hand, I can only lift like tiny things. Like, I try to walk through the mage hands. As you try to walk through the mage hands, about 30 of them grasp onto you and shove you backwards. Rude. Um, the room is fairly dim, but as you walk through, you notice that uh, each of the statuettes has a small bowl sitting in front of them and uh, are in different poses that look like they might be begging or pleading or asking for something. Should we give these guys some water? You just want to go back to the fountain, don't you? <laughs> what is it with you two in this fountain? 
It's neat. Um, I I would like to go up to one of the dudes, the statues, and uh, and see what he see what see what it looks like. I'll take the one on the far left, please. Yeah. So as you enter, uh, and all of you have entered, the door swings shut, and the room darkens a little bit, and you hear almost like a hissing click as the door seems to lock itself tight. Um, as you look at the, the first one off to your left, yeah, would you like to speak? No, that just didn't seem good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it sounded like uh, you were about to say something like a fuse was lit. That's where my brain went to. Yeah, more or less. Uh, what? Uh, as you look, we'll, we'll number these uh, from doorway to back. Um, the left side is all odds. So one, three, five. The right side is all evens. Two, four, six. Uh, so there are six statuettes in here as well, but they do not resemble the ones that were on the rooftop. Uh, with these six statuettes, uh, you decide to go up to number one. And as you walk up to number one, the first one on the left, uh, you hear a voice that says, Give me something that loves to fall but cannot climb, reflects all light, but darkens the sky. And then immediately following that, before you can interact or answer, a voice in the back of Garth's head, and Garth's head only, still, the other two hadn't heard this first voice. Uh, you hear, Be careful, son. What you do here will reflect your intent. All right. Can you repeat the riddle part for me? Yeah. Give me something that loves to fall, but cannot climb. Reflects all light, but darkens the sky. Something that loves to fall, but cannot climb. Reflects the light, but darkens the sky. As, as Garth is repeating and mumbling this, the other two are able to hear what he's saying as he's hearing and working through this this riddle. Do either of you wish to react, look at something else, interact with anything in the room? There's small blue uh, flames between, so there's four blue flames between one and three, three and five, and then two and four and four and six. Do they, like, stagger? Basin, whatever, basin? Yeah, so essentially there's uh, one and two looking uh, towards one another, uh, three and four looking towards one another, and five and six looking towards one another. And between them, uh, there's little blue lights that glow up where like a, a torch would hang, but it's just a glowing light floating there, um, gotcha. casting very little light into the room, just enough to see these uh, begging statues. Um, mean, what, what you talking about up there? Oh, uh, sorry, I'm supposed to give this statue uh, something that loves to fall but cannot climb, reflects, was it the sky or the light? Reflects but, the light, darkens the sky. Reflects the light, but darkens the sky. Rain? Or clouds? Clouds don't fall. Clouds don't fall. But rain? Rain does not climb. Mm. Oh. Rain fall. I wouldn't know that. 
rain reflects light, a bead of water does. But, but is not steam water climbing? Mm. Mm. True. Yeah, but steam isn't rain. So if it's if we specifically say rain, although how do I give this thing rain? <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about peeing is all. That's all. Transform into an ape again. Earth doesn't pee. <laughs> yeah, nope. but I'm, I'm picturing that it's up here. So unless no, someone the, picks me up, the, the bowl is sitting down, kind of in front of. I regret me. this. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see here. If you guys, oh, bright light. There we go. So you can see it here. Uh, <clears throat> just so everyone can see what I've depicted. The black dot at the top is the pedestal with the the floating orb, and you can see uh, the the couplets here of one and two three and four, five and six, mm -hmm. and then the small flames between each. And then uh, use that to track which ones you've gotten to. I think Ari would ask, uh, where'd you get that riddle from? And like, look around for a piece of paper. Oh, sorry, I stepped up to this statue and it spoke to me like with telepathically. Oh. Ari wants to walk up to the one across from it. Number the second one. The second one. Yeah, as you walk up to it, in the back Sorry. of your head, you hear, Give me something that was formed from a hot liquid, but is now a solid. And in its solid state, it treats bodies and bread just the same. Oh, this one wants something different. And I repeat <laughs> the, the rhyme to them, the riddle. Treat bodies and she she says, uh, give me something that was formed from a hot liquid and is now a solid, and as it's solid, it treats bodies and bread just the same. Yeah, I got lots of those. Here, I'll, I'll pass Arya dagger. Oh! From molten iron. Yeah, I was thinking, like, magma rock, but bodies and bread, not a thing. It cuts. Interesting. Okay, so we think... This one wants a knife, and this one wants rain. It's very interesting. We don't know... Do we give them what they want? Well, I don't know. For one, I don't know how to give them rain, unless perhaps we take a water skin and make it rain. Yeah. Um, but... I want to be careful. Um, one wants something that is seemingly harmless. The other wants something dangerous. That's true. Well, what's the third one want? Well, why don't you go ask it? Okay. The third one, so on the left side, the second one in. Who walks up to it? I'll do it. Give me something that is prized above all else. It shines like the sun. But it comes from darkness. This one wants a shiny thing that's dark, uh, that's prized above everything. Well, I thought about gold, but it's not dark. But it comes from darkness. But you mine oh, it. Is that what the rhyme was? 
It's dark. What about a, a diamond? Is the diamond dark? Did it say it wants something that's dark? Says it it's in the dark and it shines. I don't know. Oh, it's in the dark? Like I it don't know. I'm not good the at these. Just repeat it to us exactly as they said it, and that way we can know what it said. Give me something worth more than something I don't remember. I walk up to it so that Garth can hear the riddle. <laughs> Garth walks up to number three as well, and hears, Give me something that is prized above all else. Shines like the sun, but comes from the darkness. Mm. Okay, I go up to number four. That one's good. Number four, Ari, as you step up to number four, you hear, Give me something that if it drinks, it dies. But if it eats, it grows. This one's weird. I repeat it. Uh, it What do you repeat? Give me something that if it drinks, it dies. If it eats, it grows. Drinks, die. Eats, grows. Hmm. If it drinks, it dies. Eats. You think about that one. Flower? I'm walking to number five. <laughs> really, really. As is, are there any other things in this room besides the pedestal and these beings? No, it's actually quite a empty space. Each of these beings is uh, carved in the the same uh, materials. A very, very dark onyxy <laughs> look to each of them. Uh, obsidian bases. Uh, some gold interleaving around them. There's no messaging. There's no remnants of past adventurers. The room is incredibly clean. There's not even dust in the corners. Uh, all you have are these six figures uh, with a very small platform, only about six or seven inches tall. The bowl sitting on the platform, either at their feet or between their knees, if they're in a, a begging position. Each of them is in some form of begging position, uh, but that doesn't quite matter at the moment as far as what position they're in. They're each only asking you these things. Uh, the wall of uh, like interleaved uh, mage hands are of slightly different hues. Uh, they're all kind of a very uh, blue to purplish tone uh, and the, the glowing dark orb of essentially sick feeling nature is still sitting behind that wall. Uh, as you get close to it, you feel a bit uneasy, but you believe that's what you need to destroy. Otherwise, this room is very faintly lit, uh, and there's no notes, no items, nothing. The bowls are all empty. Uh, they're dust-free as well. All right. Number five. Mama. So you go to the, the third one on the left, which is number five, and you hear, Could you give me something that is blue, but it pools in red and crimson? Oh. 
I think this one wants blood. Why do you say that? Well, it says give me something that's blue, but that pools in red and crimson. And when I look at my arm, the blood looks blue, but I, it's, you know, I've seen it on the outside and it's red. Blood is definitely red on the outside. Can you think of anything else that's blue, but pools in red and crimson? Flames. Wait, no, not for not for this one. Sorry, I was thinking about the last one, the feeding thing. Maybe it's flame. Maybe it's fire. Yes. If it drinks, it dies. Smarty. It grows. Yes. That you done it again for the <laughs> first time. <laughs> for the first time, you've done it again. At least you know. Tell We've got one more to go. I gotta call out Lucas Martinez. Just say, no, get it yourself to each statue. These are some lazy statues. Uh, who walks up to the sixth one, the last one on the right? Uh, it should not be me. I'll do it. Uh, okay. You think, I'll tell you. Okay. This one says, give me something that comes in many forms, but it's not quite as important as the air you breathe. Still, you won't get very far without it. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Garth! I think this one is water. It said, give me something that comes in many forms. It's very important, but not as important as the air you breathe, but still kind of important. <laughs> Step up to it so that I can hear the riddle as it's supposed to be. Give me something that comes in many forms. Not quite so important is the air you breathe, but you won't get very far without it. See? Still going with Garth. I do appreciate that. I do come in many forms. Oh, he was your suggestion? I thought you were <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let's put him in the bowl. <laughs> Just put him in the bowl. He comes in many forms. <laughs> but if that is the case, if water is the answer here... Then maybe rain is... Rain... What falls? I love to fall, but cannot climb. <laughs> Reflect the sun. Reflect the light. Reflect the light, but darken the sky. Moon. Lasso him the moon. But technically, it doesn't darken the sky. The moon Night. falls? Night. <gasps> Night. Night falls, does not climb. Night reflects the light? Yeah. For sure. As as they're all thinking through this, uh, just a reminder, enter our giveaway, but also this episode brought to you by Drakland, Valari, and Rumiel as an elaborate way for Garth to propose. Thank you. No. <laughs> just kidding. For now. Could it be like snow? Snow? Snow falls. Snow falls, but does not climb. It does reflect the light. Look, can we just give this guy some water and see what happens? There's nothing of like, do it in an order. He's not asking for a knife. Or my blood. I think we should be careful, though. Yeah, like, what, what's going to happen if we get one wrong? 
It doesn't say. Everybody else that has said, has said we punish you if you get it wrong. And they've done it. I think we start at the very beginning. Rain. That's a very good place to start. Rain. Fall. I do not climb. I walk back up to one and say, tell it to me straight. What do you need? Give me something that loves to fall, but cannot climb. It reflects all light, but darkens the sky. Yeah, I got it. You want rain or do you want snow? Or, or do you want night? Leaf? Leaves fall. Give me something light that loves to fall, but cannot climb. Oh. It reflects all light. But Sorry, Mark off. <laughs> Which of the statues looks the nicest? They all look very similar. Uh, they seem to all be in a very like submissive uh, pose. The first one's got his hands outreached and head bowed down. The second one is on his knees, kind of hands up. The third one uh, is is sitting there, kind of leaned back against the wall and. Uh, putting his hands out, uh, kind of outspread a little bit. The fourth one is um, just bowing his head and hands behind his back. The fifth one is uh, just sitting down, grasping his knees and kind of looking into the bowl. The The sixth one is, is standing there, um, just head like in his hands. And like, he's got a little bit of motion, like his foot's kicking something on the ground. Uh, they all seem to be distraught. They all seem to be uh, sad and frustrated. None of them seem to be menacing in any way, shape, or form. Uh, they're all just kind of in some uh, pose of of being in need. Look, there's nothing else in here. We gotta get through these mage hands and get rid of whatever that is. I agree, but how do I give something rain? Let's try with the water. Nothing said we had to be in order like others have told us. I don't know why you're so careful all of a sudden, but they seem nice. Always careful. Yeah. What's up with that? Uh, at this point, anyone watching, you may go back and uh, skim through the VODs and quickly post any clips of Garth not being careful. <laughs> We'd love to see that. I don't think Twitch has the bandwidth to handle it. <laughs> hey, now. You're an all-star. Put my finger in this stream of electricity. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, uh, I did my pink in it. What, what if I touch my... this black and white glowing liquid? See what happens. <laughs> I'm gonna take my water skin out and I'm gonna go up to the sixth one and pour some water in the bowl. You pour water in the bowl, and for a moment there's silence. In the back of your head, you hear. That's not what I want. Uh, he doesn't want. You do take some damage from it, however. You take. Why'd my dice go away? Oh, they don't oh, want I... you to hurt me. You take 12 points of psychic damage. Oh, you, not water. You feel a pierce through your mind. What? What do you mean, not water? What? He's in water. What is he? What did he want? To give me a headache. I don't want to give them anything. Get it yourselves. Put Garth in there. Wait, hold up. This is. I go. I need to go back to six for the riddle. 
I can't. <laughs> I'm as, not writing down riddles. I'm writing down answers. As as you walk up to six, you hear, "Give me something that comes in many forms, not quite so important as the air you breathe, but still, you won't get far without it." Many forms. Food. Blood. Stop. <laughs> What if the answer to all of them is blood? Yes, if that is the case, then... And Garth will pull out his water skin and go to the first one, and he, like, pours some water on his hand and then sprinkles it down. A.K.A. Garth's making it rain! Mm -hmm. In fact, and instead, he pours it on his hand and he goes... As the water droplets hit the bowl, you hear... Thank you, sir. Can I can I have just a little bit more? I'm thirsty. I help pour some in the bowl. As you pour some in the bowl, uh, the bowl itself sinks down into the stonework, and the the slab that comes back over fits so tightly that you wouldn't have even noticed that there was a, a little trap door there. Um, nothing changes with the statue, but it seems you've satif- satisfied number one. Does anything happen with the mage hands? Mage hands don't do anything at this point. So then, um, Thedric, do you still have that dagger we can uh, hand over really quick, possibly? I got lots of daggers. Well, now I'm down to five, but yeah. I'll, well? I'll, uh, I'll place a dagger into the bread bowl. Into number two? Yeah. Okay. Uh, So as you walk up to number two um, and place the dagger in the bowl, you hear in the back of your mind, Thadric, (laughs) thank you. And the bowl sinks into the floor and the stone covers the trap door again so intently that it, or so perfectly that you wouldn't even know it's there. So now you've solved to give that guy a knife? You've solved yeah, the first two. I don't have a dagger! Uh, Ari, you didn't hear the voice and nor did Garth. Yeah, we just talked about not giving All right. things to the ones that seemed evil. Uh, um, I'm... Anyone got... I need to check my inventory if I actually have a gold piece. I'm sure I do. <laughs> I got some gold. We got some ethereal gold. I've got 13 of the gold. I've got 14. I'll do it. I take a gold and I put it in the bowl for number three. Why y'all got so little gold? Because you never actually divvied up that big payday. (laughs) Uh, As as you... uh, I don't really get things. Place the gold. The bowl does sink in and the trapdoor covers. And you hear, thank you. Thank you so much. In the back of your head, Garth. Ari's going to take some food out of her bag and walk up to the one who was a stuck up <laughs> mind spike earlier. Wait! What? We've been going in order. Yeah, but we don't know a bowl five one. Firebolt to bowl five, or bowl four. You you shoot a firebolt into bowl four, you said? Yes. Okay. Uh, as you do, and... Uh, it hits and leaves a little flame there. The bowl sinks. Garth, on the back of your head, you hear, Thank you. Thank you, sir. 
very aggressive way to give it to me. Well, that was going to be how I was going to do it no matter what. I'm not... I'm not... So now you've got uh, five and six left. Uh, the furthest on the left and the right in this point. Um, Garth will go over to number five just to hear the... Give me something that is blue, but pools in red and crimson. All right. I suppose it makes sense. He's like looking at his veins. Yes. And he'll pull out, he's got like a little pen knife. And he'll just prick his thumb and let a couple drops hit. All right. Garth, as you uh, do that, the drops hit the bowl. The bowl sinks down into the ground, and the stone covering uh, takes place. And you need to eat vegetables, apparently. It's so rude. I just stabbed myself for the team. Yeah, and they said, oh, you are anemic. Eat some spinach. I'm not anemic. How dare you? Garth is, though. Garth is, though. Jared, you you bought them. Uh, you want you want you choose two. You want a pepper, cucumber, carrot. What are we looking at? Oh, well, d- definitely the peppers. All right, so I'll eat this pepper. And is the cucumber skin still on the cucumbers? Yeah. Then the cucumber. <laughs> oh man, is the cucumber skin still there? It adds just that little bit of bitterness. Yeah. So yummy. Alright. Uh when when you're done chewing that up, just let me know and I'll I'll continue with the happenings in the room. Yeah, what's going on, man? Uh so you've you've got an order of one, two, three, four, and five. The sixth one, the one on the top right, uh as you turn to go satisfy its need, the statue crumbles into a bunch of pieces on the floor. The the wall of uh, mage hands dissipates. No other sounds are in the room. <clears throat> so I didn't get to give it food? You did not. Hmm. Garth, like, pulls just a strip of cloth out and wraps up his thumb. That's... interesting. I think we shouldn't have given that guy a knife. It's just a little dagger. Yeah, but he definitely sounded like the Did he say thank you? Yeah, he was like, thanks, guy. Was that the tone? Um... Why don't we go get this this bowl or whatever? That is the old. My guardian is so cautious. Let's go. Garth will take some hesitatingly slow steps towards the the pedestal. Is it? Does this orb look like that one that we saw when the mind flare was in that basement? 
No, uh, this one seems to be a bunch of uh, tendrils kind of weaving together. Not tendrils as in like octopus <clears throat> tendrils, but like this tendrils of uh, dark tentacles. matter. Tentacles, yes. Thank you. Uh, but it's it's more like uh, dark matter just kind of weaving about in a swirling motion. Um, it makes no patterns or forms other than it seems to have a swirl that continues around the outside in uh, just a, a standard cadence here. Was there a bowl still over by the statue that crumbled? No, it, it all just kind of crumbled down into a, a bunch of pieces uh, to the point where it looked as if uh, whatever had crumbled it uh, pulled kind of like a little ripcord and it all just fell apart. Uh, not like a pieces falling off, but it just like it obliterated, much like a movie magic type thing. Should we put like biscuit on it or something? I think it's too late. Um... Hmm. How do we defeat this glowing thing? We don't have Valari here to use Mage Hand and stretch it. I mean, I got this magic hammer. Okay. I've also got Mage Hand. As as you're yeah. all talking about this, Garth, in the back of your head, you hear, I told you to be careful. <laughs> You just be ah. you talking to me? I'm like getting ready to swing this hammer at this thing. Uh I'm just gonna say as Nathan, I'm very lost. Uh well, as 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 you're starting to freak out, uh you hear once more just in a a calmer tone. Son. It was based on your intentions, and it seems you've satisfied some of the evil in the room. I'll do my best my, to protect you. My intentions were good. Now, the room's intentions, that's not my fault. By the way, everyone, yes, yeah, sorry, I'm talking to my father, who's a freaking god, who told me to be careful. You gave the dagger, I did the blood, we evil. So much evil, because y'all couldn't slap. <laughs> I was only giving things to the ones who were nice, uh, and then they still hurt me. Yes, my dad was a god. Yes, whatever. Let's just prepare for. I don't even know what. I mean, the dagger guy said thank you. Like a polite thank you or like a menacing thank you? You know, if I'm being honest, I kind of just ignored his sentiment statement. Like it didn't sound like, ha ha ha, thank you, or something like that, did it? So as, as you're all speaking, the orb floats off the pedestal towards Garth. And before any reaction can occur, the orb kind of expands and explodes in the room, and the room disappears, and you're now in the opening of uh, this town square. Uh, and then the orb collapses around Garth, and Garth takes a 
different form. Where Garth stood, uh, an evil creature stands, uh, one with horns, rippling muscles, standing about the size of a, a human being, uh, a human human. Um, you can tell by the eyes and a little bit of the face that uh, whatever the orb did, this may be your Garth inside. Nathan, I have uh, sent you your, yep. your, your stat sheet here. Um, I will send you one other thing. Uh, Garth has been transformed into some form of devil creature, and in the back of Garth's mind, he knows sort of what has happened, but now he he has an intent to destroy the two others that were with him, unfortunately. What we're going to do... We're going to have a moment here where we have this horned devil turn on the other two of the party. We're going to roll for some initiative. I got to fight Garth. Fine. 18. 14. Uh, Lauren, I didn't hear your number. 18. 18. Okay. And then we had 14? Yeah. All right. Um, six. Six. All right. So standing about <clears throat> 10 feet from one another, we have, uh, let's just say bottom to top. We have Thadric, and then about 10 feet up, we have Ari, and then 10 feet Further, we have uh, what was once Garth. At the top of the turn order is Ari, seeing her friend transform in front of her. Ari's going to hope that this is like great ape stats, where if she drops the creature, Garth comes back. That's all she's got to go on, because she's never seen this before. So she kept her great axe and is going in a swinging. I do have to say, uh, in this rough moment here. McCranky Stank does give a little bit of fun. Uh, we are now Garth Maul. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't think the first one will hit. The first one's 13. Uh, we're resolving mm -hmm. this here. Nathan, if you need anything from me here, I will keep the stat sheets up so I can continue to assist you. Uh, feel free to use side messaging for any needs. Uh, if you'd rather me to send uh, more sheets or other things to you, please tell me. Yep. Second swing is a 25. And she's going to say, Sorry, Garth, if you can hear me. Uh, the 25 hit. will hit. Okay. Uh, now, I need to know, is this considered a magical weapon? It's my magical great axe. Yes, we've been considering it to be uh, half magical damage, half slashing damage. Okay, so 
roll your damage and then jared you translate it for me and yep. i'll be able to do that from here on out yep uh this one 14 14 so you it's seven slashing seven uh magical on top of that um and the the weapon is a a steel base uh if that matters for any other reasons got it okay Thadric, it is your turn seeing uh, Ari slash into this transformed version of your friend. Yeah. I don't... Mm, I want to kill Garth. But... I guess I could always heal him if I need to. Uh, I will reach into my bag and pull out a little little puffball thing, little little furry puffball thing, and toss it on the ground near uh, Monster Garth's feet. I guess. Okay. And that puffball thing is giant elk. A giant elk. Let me add that to uh, giant the playing elk. field, oh, no. and that. That goes on your turn, correct? Yeah, it's a bonus action to command it. Perfect. So the giant elk that enters, uh, you said lands right next to Transform Garth. Yes, sir. All right. As as it lands next to Transform Garth, uh, I don't believe it gets to attack on this turn, but it will be able to on the, the following turns. Correct. All right. Uh, the new evil being here. It looks like you may be looking up some stats. I'll give you a second there, yep. Nathan, if you need. Two sets here. A necromancer is but a really late doctor. Uh, as as we are... Uh, wow. That that works out. I thought you were reading a nice piece of poetry, but it's butt spot it's, jumping it's in. It's butt spot, uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, so... So as as Nathan is getting his stat sheet up on a larger screen, uh, just a reminder, we will be giving away a set of dice here in about a half hour to 45 minutes. So you have a, a small window of time to enter. Uh, exclamation point ticket or exclamation point enter should get you in. If for some reason it's not telling you you've entered successfully, but if it yells at you, that means you're in. Um, so... The Cranky Stank and the Real Gobshite are part of uh, the, the giveaway right now, even though we're going to nullify Gobshite's entry. Hold on. Um, Hold on. Hold on. Let's chat. Wait, 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 wait. Is he going to... Are you resigning from the show right now? Well, no, because we're giving it away after, at the end of the show, and at the end of the show, the season's over, so the character no longer exists. Therefore, eligible? Depends. I know what I'm Depends. doing. Do you, do you want to uh, join in? You want to join oh, Nathan, in next season? Nathan knows what he's doing. Nathan knows what he's doing. Table the conversation. <laughs> uh, so you, just so you know, Sergeant, I'm going, I'm using everything on this sheet. Yep. <clears throat> so uh, from the side of this demon, uh, his, his hand uh, goes behind his back and uh, you see him toss this glowing rope into the air uh, in front of him where Ari is standing, and he speaks a command word, 
you need to make a dexterity saving throw. Nine. Uh, you are restrained. Um. And I now have advantage with the long sword I'm holding. So. 22 to hit. Mm-hmm. Um. You will take... 11 points of slashing damage. Uh, I'm going to say that because he threw this, he only used um, one hand, and he will get a, a good grip on the sword after this. And then he also take 15 poison damage. Um... And does uh that is that is all. That is all. That is oh. all. All right. Monster Garth is playing to win. It looks like. Ari, it is your turn. You're restrained at the moment. Uh, is there a check for her okay. to get out? Does uh, that wait? I had a turn, and then he had a turn. It wouldn't it be Thad next? Uh, all right. No, Thad, uh, no, Thad tossed his giant elk. Oh, it's already back to me. Okay. It's already back to you. There's only three. Yeah. There's three-ish opponents on. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll try to break out. Uh, how much of my personal will do I have? You have, uh, enough to know that, uh, even if the the forces controlling you want to land final blows, you have enough to fight that. Um, so you might be able to, if you're just coming down on somebody and you think that it's going to be lethal damage, you can call non-lethal on it. Can, can I speak? You you can mutter uh, a couple words, but then the force controlling you may mutter something else. You feel it like there's almost two heads. I would try to I would try to just say kill me before I kill you. <laughs> okay. That didn't even make I'm like I talked to the other voice in my head I'm like that didn't even make sense like <laughs> your taunts are lacking. No one else no one else spoke. It was just you just before like before what? Like just <sighs> well, your message didn't make it through. Hopefully. Right. You can you can hear a little bit of the the tonal differences. Uh, there's a a softer side to some of it, but you do hear a little bit of like a fight. Uh, so both of you may believe Garth is trying to say something, but uh, I wouldn't bet your lives on some of these things unless you're fully sure of what he is saying. Mm. Like if it's if it's like a this is definitely Garth, then maybe you can be a bit more sure. Uh, so it is Ari's turn. Yes. Uh, huh? um, so I tried to break the free. Would that be a strength? I believe in this case it is. I'm looking up check the exact spell that he had used. Say it's a check, right? Um, 
That's what I'm looking over to. Yep. Yes. Yeah, you can make a strength or dex check. Okay, yeah, I'm not breaking it. Target's choice. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. So strength. It's still a nine. Yeah. Um. How am I trapped? Uh, as he has tossed it at you, it's probably wrapped a little bit around like your appendages. Uh, so your arms and legs are a bit held together. Uh, I don't see it as like binding you tightly like a mummy, but you're you're unable to really do much. You can't move. Yes. Can I use my brain to fire magic missile at him? Did you have your weapon out? Uh, what she hit me with? That's, I mean, that's, I think, allowed because there isn't anything that you've used to do anything more than yell about it. So you can Rari oh. it. Zelina. Ten. Ten to oh, ten points of damage. All right. Ten points of damage. Perfect. All right. Fullwinkle. Cedric. How how does Monster Garth look when he takes the damage? Like Monster like Garth. Uh, is there something specific you're looking for? A face cue? Yeah, I'm looking for if there's like um, like a fade between forms on impact, or basically I'm no. looking for signs of life that Garth is kind of in there. Yeah, uh, as damage hits, uh, whatever you're damaging, whether it's Garth or an outer shell or the new Garth, uh, there's no flicker between. It doesn't seem to be an illusion. There's no uh change in feature as it takes damage. Okay, so Thad's operating under the, the assumption that Garth was probably pulled away and replaced with something. Similar to how Death did to Ari in the previous one. So, because of that, and because Scott Denuso has graciously gifted me one of these that I had my final, I'm gonna nat 20 using my uh it's just gonna be at a level one but a guiding bolt just a level one it's the level one just a guiding bolt just does radiant damage right oh i missed double max damage by one point <laughs> <laughs> uh 47 damage radiant And then uh, I'll command. Uh, I gotta come up with a name for him. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, okay, yeah. No, never mind. Keep going. Yeah, I'll I'll command the elk to uh, kind of gore him. Yeah, so the elk can uh, use hooves uh, or ram, but yeah, he could he can use ram at this point. Yeah, ram him. Ram. All Maybe right. Maybe drop Ori. So as uh, as it rams, it hits for 19 against the I, AC. I will parry. You will parry. With my long sword, which right. means my AC is 22. 
is 22. So you're able to kind of shove off the attack as uh, it this elk tries to ram you. The elk. The elk's name is Keith. Keith the elk. Keith the elk. Perfect. All right. Uh, and is that it for your turn, sir? Um, I still have some distance between. Yeah, you have about twenty-ish feet between. I'll you. I'll move to to be adjacent. Okay. So you move up and you're able to be in line. Uh, Ari is um, a little bit away. Uh, no, she's up close and it is still entangled. Um, yeah. So we go to Ari's turn then. Oh, sorry. Uh, Garth's turn. No, you go to my turn. No, no. <laughs> I am going to swing at Thadric three times. All right. That's and see all of that. So the first one is a twenty-six. Uh, and I would I I mentioned I shifted back to my two-handed style. Uh, so that'll be. 10 points of slashing damage plus ten points of poison damage. The second attack is only a ten, so it won't hit. The third attack is a seventeen, so it also will not hit. Still a lot of damage. So he slashes away at Thadric. But it is now Ari's turn, who's still entangled. He let go of a rope. It's a magic rope. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a rope Look, around you. One part of Nathan is going to win uh, today, okay? I, I, I will let you know as we do chat about things. Um, in many cases, ropes, doors, barrels, everything has an AC and a health pool. You can destroy anything as long as you can meet damage. Uh, so you can attempt that if you have free hands. Um, but also, it's a magical rope. So just a heads up, uh, if there's anything that is grabbing you, holding you, blocking you, you can rari it as much as you want. Mm. But you may also, if you still have charges left, I think you have what one more. You may also just uh, no. oh, you're done. I was yeah. gonna say you could you could always go for uh, your your betrothed. He's got more muscles now. Um, perhaps. I'm gonna. How would that logistically work if I wanted to try to like? You could. Cut roll, the rope? You should be able to roll an attack even with your great axe, but you're at disadvantage. Because you're restrained. Because you're restrained, or I yeah. Do a strength check and try to break out. Yeah. That yeah. sounds like better odds to me. Or you could scream at the rope in true Rory oh. fashion. Oh my gosh, why is it all fours? It's a nine. Uh tonight tonight is brought to you by powers of two. Two, four, eight, sixteen, thirty-two. Yeah. Uh, roll thirty-two. <laughs> roll I mean, thirty-two. Where is the rope? Like, 
I'm, I just don't, we can't picture how and what is being um, restricted. Uh, so he tossed it at you. Just imagine, uh, for all intents and purposes, a light spiral, candy cane style, down most of your body. Uh, so it's holding you down. It's not like super loose, but it's not. It's got space between. Um, like I said, it's not mummifying you, but it is holding you in place, keeping you from moving. The rope is pretty taut across, um, but like you can see that it's you underneath. It's not a rope creature or anything. Um, I'm going to... <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe that's a bad idea. <laughs> you can still attack me at disadvantage as well. Yeah, you're, you, you can, like, attempt to swing. It'll be not a beautiful biting style, but, you know. Fine, I'll try it. I'll try it at disadvantage. That one? Uh, 16. That does not meet AC here. Nope. Oh, multiple swings. You're just gonna go at it. <laughs> uh, 18. I will parry it. You do All not. All right, Mr. Platypus. Is that a Phineas and Ferb reference? Yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> the show. I just think the name's fun. Honey, we have every season on DVD. That's not true. DVD, hey. Blu-ray, and VHS. Nathan's also, got it looping it, all the time. We've got digital downloads. It's everywhere. It's filled That's your TiVo. For... Your TiVo is full of it. That's all for Ari. Alright, Thadric. Uh, Thad's not happy that he got borked. Um, so he's going to cast as a bonus action Shield of Faith on myself. Okay. Bump me up a little AC. Get me a little harder to hit. I'm rocking a 26 now. Man, I was I was thinking we were going to get to a 30 this season, but... And then I'm going to drop the hammer, literally, on uh, Monster Guard's face. It's going to donk. Donk. Perfect. All right, uh, here we go. Here we go, Blacksmith. What do you got for me? An 18 on the die. Plus 8. 26 to hit. That will hit. That will. Okay, do you need the damages separate or together? Separate, please. Okay. You're doing... Three of it is fire damage. Okay. Four of it is radiant damage. Okay. And 10 is regular damage well regular damage from a magic weapon okay so 10 is regular damage from a magic weapon got it and yeah that's my that's my nonsense elk well because i took the bonus action i can't command the elk to attack so unless i can use my move as a bonus action that's a different system, so. Nope, you can't. So the elk is just kind of there now for this round. That's okay. All right, so then we go to Garth's turn, then. Indeed we do. Indeed we do. Um, uh, having just been hit 
and I will say in the absence of such orders the creature attacks in the fashion appropriate to its nature do you not think that an elk who's friendly to us and sees this guy hitting you wouldn't charge he will use hooves in this case to kick out uh it is a 16 for the attack so it does not make through cool just a long try thank you (laughs) thank you there's so many moving pieces uh it's great to have everyone at the table working together or against Um, one another or whatever (laughs) i think uh even with the sheen well no ari was not able to hit uh he's got her restrained he's gonna do his best to take out so first roll what did you clang over there? What was that, that uh, gentle crystal noise? It was this against a glass. The glass is okay. 17. Uh, I rolled a, uh, a 25 will not hit, will it? No. I think he's at 26 right now. <clears throat> um. So the first two rolls... Uh, against Thadric All right. will miss. I get a third attack, and Ari is right there, yes? Yes, she is. So he would turn attention. And you get an advantage there, because she's restrained. Yep. Uh, so that will hit with a 19 on the dice. Uh, all right. 10 slashing damage. Seven poison damage. While this is all going on, uh, in the distance, you hear a a screech of a large bird, uh, somewhat like an eagle. uh, And off over the horizon, there's a glowing flame in the sky. Uh, It seems to be a few hundred feet out, uh, but coming this general direction. All right, it's your turn. Mm, try to break free. Nope, that's even worse. That's not happening. Um, swing against. Man, you. Scott Denuso keeps getting butt spotted. Yeah, he's butt Denuso. Yeah, butt Denuso. Did, did, did you did you tell uh, Butt Bot to do that? Like, is that a, a pre-programmed thing? <laughs> no, I think I think butts 24. are just naturally attracted to Scott. Oh, yeah. 24 to hit. Yes. For eight points of damage. Type of damage? Magical slashing. Magical slashing, so yeah. Perfect. Yeah, and that's all she's got. You're able to land a hit as you're slashing through. Uh, Badrick, it is your turn. It is my turn. Uh, and as such, let's see. Ari's taking a little bit of damage, yes? <laughs> yeah, she's more than bloodied. Um, well, I can't burn a full thing here, but I can give you a, a lovely healing word as a bonus. Okay, what word? Um, probably fountain. 
Jeepers. <laughs> it's not a lot, but you get eight back. You get eight hit points back. And then, for my action, Thad would like to drink the potion of enlarge uh, that he has. The <laughs> infinite potion of grow and shrink. Okay. Basically, I want that extra D4 damage. There you go. You you go up a size. Does that lower his uh, AC? Not in this system. <laughs> the only change is a D4. <laughs> According to if, if it functions like enlarge. Yeah, it's basically you can cast enlarge or shrink either spell on yourself for, I believe, what, 10 minutes? Yeah, uh, up to up to one minute. Oh, up to one minute, yes. Yeah. So ten rounds. <laughs> okay. Is it my turn? It the then I guess the the elk would clip clop, clip clop you in the face. Clip clop the elk attempts to clip clop a face. Uh, it is only a nine to hit. Nope. Keith. Keith. Or Clip Clop Keith. He's uh, no Panthros. No Panthros. Garth? Um. Okay. I'm going to go after uh, Thadric, who's gotten larger. I will... How tall is he now? Uh, he's the next size up, I believe, is it, what it would be. Says it doubles in size, so I am... 12 feet tall? 10 foot, 22 inches. So... We'll <laughs> <laughs> try again. Well, I, was, I didn't convert it yet. 11, 10. Literally. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm like... Uh, I'm 2 11. feet... I'm just under 12. Uh, I'm I'm six foot seventy-two inches. I'm just under twelve feet. <laughs> so what you see is, and this shouldn't technically take me out of engagement with anybody, but you see this demon rise up off the ground so that he's eye level with Thadric as he swings three times. Dang man. That one's gonna miss with doing the math right. Right. I need you to stop being so disappointed. <laughs> uh, I had my will taken away from me, so I need something. I need something here. I need a win. Uh, that's, the last roll was a critical failure. Uh, as you're doing this, um, you release your longsword, and it sticks into the ground. So it'll take an action to grab. The long sword. Cool. Um, the screeching and cawing gets closer. Uh, the flame in the sky seems to be coming right at you all, and you believe in the next handful of seconds, whatever is approaching will be here. Ari, it is your turn. Get out! I hate this. <laughs> I'm going to use Indomitable. Indomitable and reroll because that one was. Wait, it was only a 14. You would not succeed. Yeah. Um, 
Okay. And you succeed. 16. You succeed. You're out of the rope. I am out of the rope. Huzzah! And oh. <laughs> Nathan gets some veggies. Um. <laughs> and Nathan eats some veggies. Sorry, buddy. I'm choosing. <laughs> there you go. Things look bad for Dondrasex. So, well, here's <laughs> the thing, Nathan. The redemption is eat your greens. Here's the thing, Jared. It was supposed to be vegetables. Yeah. I didn't get the power to type it into the system. Those are the veggies I got. Um, and also, we're having a salad for dinner, so. No, we're not. I. <laughs> <laughs> and that salad is wine and pizza. <laughs> I'm going to drop my great axe behind me and draw his sword and hold it like at the ready. So you, you've dropped the great axe, but you picked up a long sword. Yep. And that's, it just poison damage. That's your turn. It hurt. I don't want you to get. <laughs> <laughs> You're already yelling this up at him. <laughs> I don't want you to get it. Just yelling it up at Gar. Uh, big old Thadric, it's your turn. Uh, big old Thadric. I'm gonna all I'm gonna, ten foot, twenty two inches of you. Yep. I'm gonna <laughs> hammer donk him. Hammer donk. At this point, it's like a little hammer. He's like, ding. <laughs> oh only 19 on the die i got so excited for a second only um, 27 to hit that grazes by nice uh it's gonna be seven radiant damage okay uh two fire damage okay and then nine uh regular plain old damage with pollen damage but it's magical but it's from a magical if that is the case, <laughs> the demon drops to the ground. As the demon drops to the ground, uh, the ground is rumbling at this point. Whatever is coming your way uh, is close enough that you see up in the sky, this flame is uh, seemingly a bird on fire or a bird made of fire flying in. Um, Firebird, it's a Pontiac. It's a Pontiac, yeah, yeah. there you go. Uh, below, there's a unicorn with a small goblin rider and a sword outstretched. Alongside this unicorn, uh, there's a pack of wolves and an ape, a pack of apes that are running alongside. Uh, and you notice that there's a couple flying uh, pieces of weaponry that are glowing yellow uh, and changing their shape and form. Uh, and as all of this is coming in, uh, it just, as the demon hits the ground, it all just collides with the group at one point. Uh, you all hear a clatter of battle and screams and then silence. Everything goes black. Now, the ringing slowly uh, dissipates from each of your ears. And as 
Thadric sits up. He looks around, and he's left alone back in the town on the island. There's dead bodies around, uh, both from the undead and Keth laying a little bit away. His friends, his party aren't there. Soldiers rush up. Sir, sir, are you all right? He's got the hammer. He's got, this is, this is the new guy. We've heard about him. Where's your party? And then another, another soldier runs up. Sir, uh, since, since you're the new forge master, uh, we, we heard, we heard what was going on a few days ago and we sent for, for Master Thaddeus. He, he's on his way. The, the blacksmith is going to, to help rebuild the town and, uh, if you need forces, let us know. Uh, that's looking around like, uh, like how long of a black did it? Was it like, oh, it's black and back, or was uh, it... it? It felt like it could have been hours or like minutes. Like stun grenade or passed out and woke up. Uh, more like passed out, woke up. Okay. Like you just blacked out, and now you're you're back here uh, with a dead Keth a little bit away. Um, that'll that'll get to his feet and uh, see the dead Keth, and first thing will be like, like the guy that ran up to him gonna put his hand on his shoulder and go my dude cut that thing's head off (laughs) (laughs) now a bit of time goes past Uh, some of Thadric's family actually shows up on a boat uh, a few hours later hearing about this town and seeing all of the evil uh, come across it uh, they knew this is where they had to help. Uh, he's met with brothers, sisters, and uh, his father, who have come to to help rebuild the town and congratulate him for uh, becoming the new smith, the new forge master here. Um, and we're gonna step away from Thadric's story briefly here a second. Uh, Garth, the the ringing in your ears is almost so unbearable it feels like uh someone's ringing triangles right next to you and you sit up and you're you're in a a moment of dream state and standing in front of you is uh a young version of keth that you uh recognize and he looks at you and he's got his hands outstretched and he puts them up I, uh, i i i i sincerely apologize for the others this was this was never my intention thank you for dealing with them and for bearing the evil that i had to deal with and that others had to you're a very strong soul indeed and he stands there and stares at you briefly Asgarth sitting in just an expanse for a moment. Um, I would like to roll insight mm-hmm. as to his true intentions. Yeah. Um, 23. 
23. As you as you stare this version of Keth down, um, you look into his eyes and you hear in the back of your mind, "Son, you've done it. You you've outweighed the evil." He's here to thank you briefly while I try to write things. I look at him in the eyes and I say, if your heart ever turns to be like theirs, I will stop at nothing. Well, you don't have to start. I was the first to depart, and um, a deity has allowed me to thank you for ridding the evil from the, these lands, all of the plains. Okay, well, if you ever come back, having gotten some evil power... Look, I'm just, I've had a rock day, man. I guess thanks... Sorry? I don't know. I've grown to hate you in your face very much. Well, every time he looked in the mirror and I was a part of it, I've grown the same. So if for some reason we ever meet in person, uh, I owe you a, a bar, not just a beer. No, you yes, buy me a whole bar. And he disappears into the mists and you uh, fade a little bit into what feels to be a dream uh, in the back of a pub. Books spread all over the table, a notebook open, and a quill and inkwell lay on the table. Two empty pint glasses sit, but are quickly cleared, and another pint gets set down. The pile of books have titles such as The World of Near, My Adventures on Another Plane, uh, The Party Who Withstood All, and, and many things. Um, a small journal lays open, and at the top of the page it says, it's been nearly two years of travel, but I still have hope that I will find my friends. I finally made it to the town of the statue that we once saw in a, and the hand that was writing these this note stops. A young elven man rushes up to the table uh, a large satchel over his shoulder. Sir, sir, the orcs, they're flooding out of a portal, just like you said, in the town square. There's unicorns, and it's a its a whole battle. Um, I brought your favorite weapon. And he slides this satchel forward and rips it open. And within the satchel, there are ten, like, four-day-old loaves of baguette. Are you, are you up to, um, shall we say... Share some bread with our, our newcomers? Break the bread? Break some skulls? Whatever it is? This this young elf, probably merely 45, 50 years of age, is dancing eagerly in place and looks to Garth, who has a, a small tuft of gray in his hair. Uh, and the books spread across the table. Sir, what do you want to do? Collect my things. I'm going to go welcome our guests. All right. Um, here. And he he grabs a, a busboy walking over. 
probably a young man of maybe 10 or 12 years of age. Um, wh what's this? Bread? I usually get tips of gold. Follow this, this man out and just hold the bag open. Have fun, kid. And he pats the, the youngster on the back, uh, slips a, a coin into the young man's pocket. And the kid is just standing there staring at Garth. Oh, okay. Uh, what are we doing with this? We'll stop there. Oh, I had a great... Wait, can I get my one-liner? Yeah, go it. for it. Go for it. Do it, do it, do it. Have you ever watched bread rise? And it, like, starts to float <laughs> out of the bag? The jaw drops of this kid. Whoa. Yes, let's go kill some... We're killing things with this bread, right? There we go. We'll stop there. And he's just staring at the bread as it's floating out of the bag. Uh... In a training yard, swords are clanging, shouts are heard. Now block, remember, to dodge the attacks. You can do more if you can cause your opponents to falter. Missing you, hitting your shield, you know, open a clean attack. More swords clang and a few grunts are heard. Uh, a young man trips and uh, stumbles and then stands back up only to be pummeled by his opponent. Be easy, this is practice. We're not trying to kill your guard mates. Now, the the young man that fell and faltered kind of hobbles off. Yeah, I, I think I hurt my knee. Give me a minute. And he sits down on a bench and uh, rattles the, the person a, a bit out of their, their daze next to him. Uh, the young woman looks across the group. It's a very mixed group of soldiers. There's a small kobold wielding two little daggers running around and these daggers are made of wood but she runs up and smacks one of the other guards in the shin and then pokes him in the back and she goes you're down i got you i got you and then she rushes up to another one and you see a little bit of chaos from a few and then some very very trained uh attacks and the kobold rushes up to you I'm sorry, Cat, uh, uh, Queen Aurelia, I didn't mean to, um, mess up on my attacks. I just, I just had an opening. It's all right. Instinct is a large part of it. And as, as this little kobold is kind of dancing in place, she's twirling the wooden daggers. I, I'm ready. I'm ready to, to defend. A, a guard rushes into the training yard. There's orcs! There's orcs coming from everywhere! Out of portals! We, we must, we must defend! Queen! I'll look, I'll look to her and say, well, looks like you've got your chance. All right. And she, she rushes off to the side and swaps out the, the wooden daggers for real daggers. And you see her spin them a couple times, stick them into her belt. Uh, she grabs a couple more and you see like seven or eight daggers go across this cobalt's chest, like essentially covering up uh, and making armor for herself because she's such a small stack. <clears throat> such a small stature. So, we, we, we get to go, we get to go defend. Have each other's backs. Okay. Let's go. Uh, as you rush out through the gate of this training yard and look up to the statue, a warm feeling uh, of this town being your home for the last couple of years has, uh, has filled you with such joy seeing uh, your parents standing side by side in this statue and uh, 
what seems to be uh, another couple that you remember uh, a dear friend from the past saying that was her parents. Uh, and as you burst forth, you see these portals opening and indeed orcs are coming out of nowhere. But in the distance, you see a, a bright glittery glimmer um, that seems to be a herd or a, a pack of something running through town. You see an orc get thrown up into the air from this. Uh, in this town square, it was quiet moments ago. And as the quiet turns into this mayhem, one of the soldiers uh, comes over and tries to defend as an orc bursts out of a portal right next to this group charging. With Ari in the front, she gets knocked off to the side. One of the soldiers lifts her up and uh, gets her to her feet, placing a sword in hand. Here you go, ma'am. We know you're, you're better with a sword than without. And he grabs uh, a stick from off the ground and they pummel this orc uh, that had burst through. Uh, a young man rushes up. This is my first battle. What, what do we do? And looks up to Ari. Stick with me and you'll be all right. Now, in the middle of this town square, as the chaos uh, ensues, the stumble on in sits with a few patrons out front, a couple old men. Oh, wh what's going on with all this hubbity jubbity in here? I just wanted to enjoy my stackos and the nice bears inside. And the other old man, oh, back in my day, we didn't have any chaos like this in town. Can I get you another? And he pats the first guy on the shoulder and walks inside like this is kind of a normal event to them. Uh, I think I'm going to join you inside. And they, they push into the door. The, the barkeep slams the door shut and uh, gates it off. You guys are staying in here. Uh, this isn't normal, and you know that. Every time chaos happens, you two just sit back with a beer, and it's not safe. And as the door slams shut, and this, these voices are, are ringing out, uh, a little shop right next to um, the Stumble On Inn uh, has a bright storefront. Uh, a bunch of pastries and candies sit in the window, and... The sign above swings just a little bit as uh, an arm of an orc that gets lopped off hits it. Uh, and as it swings back into view and slows down, uh, it can be read as the TikTok and Shadow Bakery and Candy Shop. And sweet smells flow out of the front door. And as the sweet smells flow out of the front door, it slams shut. And you see a bunch of goblins kind of peering out of the door and you hear cheering as uh, an orc slams into the the window front and slides down it with a sword in his back. Uh, and the next shop front up is a very plain shop front, but in the window, there's the most beautiful weaponry that you've ever seen. And the door starts closed, but as this door swings open, uh, a bit older more uh, wise, Thadric steps into the doorframe to see the chaos up ahead. Uh, a young boy at his side. Dad, Dad, did you did you see? That's that's what I was telling you about. We had to go through the portal because this shop was under attack. 
It was under attack. I, I didn't want our stuff to be to be stolen, especially because I made that one. And he points up to a, a little rougher build sword, but a very beautiful craft nonetheless. Uh, and he's tugging at the 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 uh, the side, the armor on our dear Thadric, uh, who has stepped into the doorway. Uh, reach up and pull pull the sword off, off the the mount or whatever. The sword that the that presumably your son had made. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, and hand it to him. It's time. Uh, <clears throat> just <laughs> just remember, little dude. Don't swing at what you don't want to kill. And as you say that, he gets a big grin and kind of pulls the sword up over his shoulder. Okay. And then uh, open the door and step into the, the chaos. And as you step in, as you step into the chaos, uh, you all sort of converge into uh, this the city center. Uh, and when you converge into the city center, you catch one another's eyes. Across the way, you see uh, Valari standing in front of a young lady and Astro at her side. And as you look at one another, you notice that um, the years have gone by differently or you were dropped at a different point in time with all of the chaos of time and space that had gone on. And in that moment, there's a brief silence amongst the chaos. It goes in slow motion for about two seconds of time as you all catch one another's eye and that glint and happiness of battle, of friendship, of the years past comes back. And the chaos ensues. And within a matter of hours, the town is protected, the portals are closed up, and a joyous party resounds. Beers flowing from the stumble on in, uh, pastries and treats being brought out from the, the little delicatessen. Um, there's the, the young son of Thadric who is cheering about all of his endeavor today. He got to slice at one orc, didn't quite make a kill, but he joined in the fight to protect the city and to protect his family's livelihood. And in that moment, it's bliss. And this is where we will leave the party in this town in Faerun on the far eastern coast. Far, far from where everything began. So, this isn't even where we were supposed to be. It never is. It never is, <laughs> but uh, there's plenty of fun and secrets there around Thadric and his mirrors everywhere. But we're here to uh, give away some dice as well. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we are still going to keep playing, but we're going to take a little bit of time off of our live play. Uh, so August is going to be no live play, but we'll have some reruns. If we do have live play, we'll definitely let you know. Well, if we do, it'll be a one shot. It'll be some other stuff. Uh, we may be bringing in uh, the group. I mean, the wedding one shot could happen because who knows? 
who knows uh, do follow our socials so instagram and uh our discord are the top two places you can get information about us we are on twitter and facebook uh, yes, we do engage there, but Instagram and Discord are the ones that we have the highest engagement on uh, and the most attention on. So do uh, join in there. Uh, also stick around for a few minutes to see who the winner is and who we're going to raid tonight. Uh, but in September, in September, we are starting off a new arc with a new set of characters. And we'll be announcing that who it is, where it's at, what's going on. Uh, and you can see us in September with that new setup live here the first and third Saturdays of the month at 4 p.m. Pacific time. I'm not going to say standard or daylight because that doesn't matter. It changes out from under us enough. But we are continuing with a new, fresh setup. Uh, and do keep in touch with all of our social because guess what? We do have other stuff that could be going on. Uh, we've always tried to get a third week so maybe we'll have some sporadic third weeks of the month that are different storylines and we will announce that when we know more uh and as i'm looking trying to find the giveaway let me just go to this tab way over here i gotta i gotta go to this pewter thing across mm -hmm. the room well my tablet doesn't work so well we're gonna close this giveaway in 10 seconds so, in 10 seconds, if you haven't typed exclamation point ticket or exclamation point enter, now is the chance. Do it now. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Close Boom. giveaway, butts. Uh, and we're going to choose a giveaway winner. And this was a, a TV countdown. Come on, Nathan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Scott Denuso is our dice winner. Uh, so, Butts Denuso. Butts Denuso. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, Thank Denuso. you for tuning in. Thank you for all of your support, everybody. And uh, let's go give some love to another channel. Mr. Hoy, who is that channel that we are rating? I believe we're going over to Quest and Chaos. Yeah, Quest Ooh, and Chaos. Some more yeah. 5e. Nope, I think they're doing Call of Cthulhu, actually. Scott, oh. you won dice. You won dice. But our countdown is TV. But, but if 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 you want, I will definitely find you a CRT TV big old thing. Sorry, Buttsplot got him again. Man, Buttsplot is going hard against Scott. Uh, sorry, not sorry, buddy. But uh, join the raid, and we will see you live in September and potentially a time or two in between. Off. We thank you. Go. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we are <laughs> out. <laughs>